Main Street Media Thursday Night Football Game of the Week is on the air. Tonight's game is brought to you by the Tennessee Safety Highway Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, to bring you tonight's action, here are Wade Neely and Scott Stewart. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. So glad to be with you guys on another edition of Main Street Preps Thursday night high school football game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We come to you tonight, final Thursday in the month of September. And what a month it has been. What a night it is going to be. We're on the campus of Siegel High School where the Siegel Stars sitting here at 4-2 and two are set to host the 5-1 Oakland Patriots. Hello, everybody. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wayne Neely saying hello. And, Scott, we've made the trip up to Murfreesboro. Good to be in the borough yet again. And we've got a great night and a great matchup on hand here at Siegel. Old stopping grounds. All uh, the uh, statute limitations on everything we did before are, have passed. So no problem coming up here. We stopped us off. Good friend. Uh, well, best friend growing up all my life. But he's got a. Got a restaurant establishment now downtown, uh, Burrow Bourbons and Brews. So uh, go in. Now so, we're talking. Go in there and ask for Ashton McCrary and tell him Scott Stewart sent you. Uh, just my buddy down there. So it's been great. I got to see some folks that, that I know uh, came up here and enjoyed some time with them. And then we get here. We're sitting here talking to our our producer, Mr. Justin Kulik, and look up and the harvest moon is peeking up over the horizon and. Man, it just sounds like football time to me, Wade. I mean, you know, there's just something about it. I have gotten two for sure texts from people I know that are not even going to be at the game tonight, but they both have said, you guys have got an amazing night of football weather, if nothing else. There was severe rain. Uh, there was some severe weather in the area. All that is cleared out, and what that has done, Scott, is made things absolutely picture perfect for a good night between two big rivals. Right. This is another school I've never been to, although I did do my college days here at MTSU. I did. There was no Seagull, no Blackman, no Rockvale. It was simply Riverdale and Oakland. So Oakland is one team I'm familiar with. Uh, Seagull never have been to their field here. A wonderful facility, great field. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, looking, we're looking for a big night of football, a crosstown rivalry. Uh, you got an old-time school with Oakland versus one of the newer schools in Siegel, and uh, you got Oakland, who is a uh, national power. To be, uh, you know, they played yep. they played a national game there, national power. We've got Siegel, who uh, is not really ready to just lay down and let Oakland walk over them. So, you know, uh, we were asked if we thought we had us a game tonight. Anytime you get two inner inner city rivals. You got a you got a ball you got the possibility of a ball game. You got one really really good team and another good team. Uh, it just how's that all going to how's that all going to shake out is our question. It is going to be a fun night of high school football. Reminder, folks, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented all season long by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. And Scott, as we kind of pull back the layers here, I know Siegel is a newer school founded uh, you know in the early 2000s, but in terms of this particular rivalry, things have not gone their way, and I think that speaks more to the prowess of Oakland as the Patriots have won 11 in a row, and Seagulls only racked up a couple of wins, but like you touched on a moment ago, they're a feisty bunch, and they're battle-tested themselves. They've got some talent, just like Oakland's got some talent. I yeah. think we're in store for a pretty good showdown tonight. Yeah, uh, Seagull was 4-0 until the last couple of weeks. They lost a couple in a row, one, uh, one to Hendersonville and one to Blackman. On the Blackman game, 
a squeaker. A real, yeah, they were down 24 to nothing in the with the 14 minutes left and came back. I almost beat, almost uh, was able to beat Blackman in that game. So that goes to show you, Siegel is no slouch. You know, are are they? Uh, can they match man for man roster wise against Oakland? I don't know that they can, but they've got their share of talent. And we we've talked, we've uh, done our due diligence, done our uh, home homework, and you know, Thomas Santel is quarterback. The uh, offense pretty much runs through him. I'd say 90% of their offense runs through their quarterback. He's got a great receiver in, in uh, Terry on Grant. Uh, a couple other receivers that you might hear from are Drew Hostetter, uh, the running back, Kristen Fletcher. And then uh, on the defensive side in the special teams, there's a young man named Quentin Groves. Those are some players you can look for us to call out again on Siegel. And if we get over to uh, Oakland, Man, there's just a roster full of great, uh, really good high school football players. Starting off with uh, sophomore quarterback Patrick Freeman. However, however, we hear this young man stepped in after the second game of the year and has done a great job for uh, for Oakland and, and under center. But his the previous starting quarterback Kyler Creasy, who's the coach's son and was the starter to start the year, he. There is a rumor, murmur campaign out there that we may see him possibly. Uh, I'll let you do more on that when we get to that. But, yeah, you got him. You got uh, Ashton Jones is a great running back. Uh, I'm going to let you uh, – was it Donnie Morris, the running back? Dewan Morris. Dewan Morris. Okay, Dewan Morris. I know you, I knew you got some clarification on that. So, Dewan Morris, uh, you know, on the defensive side, you got Bronson Chris, Corey Smith. Uh, Caleb Ellison, all those guys have got multiple tackles this year. So, you know, you got good players on both sides of the ball, and it's just going to be uh, who can who can go out there and insert their wheel over the other. As the Seagull Band is set to bring us in for our national anthem, we will step aside for a timeout. Reminder, fans, you're listening to Thursday night Main Street Preps Game of the Week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Scott and I are back right after this. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage right here on Main Street Media, uh, Main Street Media Radio, presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart, our producer, the great one, Justin Kulik, Wayne Neely saying hello. We're about six to seven minutes from the opening kick here tonight. If you're just settling in, we welcome you in, and it is going to be a fantastic night of football, our final broadcast in the month of September. And, Scott, crazy to think about. 
this is week seven of the high school football. I mean, you know, as you get older, everybody says time goes on a lot faster. But holy cow, it seems like we just had week one a couple nights ago. Yeah, it's crazy to, to think, Wade, that here we are. Uh, yeah, we talked, what, two-thirds of the way through the football season, basically. And uh, just got a few weeks left before we'll be talking about playoff football. And that's great. I mean, we love playoffs, but man, let's uh, let's absorb and, and appreciate this this uh, regular season before we get there. And, and that's what we've been trying to do here at Main Street Media. I'd like to remind everybody as we're before we get too deep off into our uh, teams here, uh, just just remember that Main Street Media Radio is part of Main Street Media Tennessee, and we have we represent the whole area of our of our coverage, which includes newspapers from Kentucky to Alabama all along the I-65 corridor. You know, the notes that we get from these, these notes that we're getting from these teams come from Murfreesboro Post right here in Murfreesboro. Uh, Monty Hill is Monty Hill Jr. Who, who taught me everything, pretty much everything I know about keeping stats. And uh, I basically interned with him from, from college when, uh, with the old newspaper here. He's our sports editor. You know, we got that going on all across. We'll have the same thing in Williamson County when we're up there next week. Mm-hmm. We, just remember, you need you really these small newspapers are there to keep you informed, not just what's going on in sports, but in everything that's going on in your community. Please support these 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 uh, newspapers. Please support these staffs. They are out there. They're there when you can't be. They're there to bring you the information when you get uh, when you can't be there. So just remember that. Uh, that's that's the I don't get paid to do that one. So I just do that one out the bottom of my heart because I believe it. Couldn't have said it any better, my friend, as uh, we are so delighted to have been uh, on the air with you guys virtually every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we got a big one next week as Ravenwood visits Franklin. And uh, stay tuned for our Week 10 uh, schedule announcement coming up a little bit later as we creep closer toward the playoffs. And uh, we're not just, uh, we mentioned we got Scott, we got Justin, and we got myself here tonight. But down on the sidelines, we got Matthew Sawyer, who's going to be writing our recap for the Murfreesboro Post, and then you got uh, Michael Giglio, who's going to be uh, shooting your photography. So this is a full-fledged operation, and, you know, this is kind of, we kind of like to puff our chest out a little bit. It's kind of what we do, right? Yeah, we cover it all every which way, you you know, we got it covered every which way you can think of. We got it uh, video, I mean, we got audio, we've got uh, still pictures, we got the newspaper articles, we're going to be online. If you want it, we're going to bring it to you. You just have to support the, uh, those if really, if you want to support what Main Street Media Radio is doing, just go support that local newspaper that's there for you anyway. It's really, yeah. it really all feeds into itself. It's a, it's a big, nice, big, uh, pretty cycle, if you want to put it that way. Couldn't, couldn't agree more, my friend, as we are moments away from the teams taking the field here. As uh, we've touched on in the first part of our uh, pregame here, it is a simply gorgeous backdrop for high school football tonight. Siegel uh, has just got the turf installed. I was able to come up here and do a soccer broadcast at the indoor facility, which is already state-of-the-art, but uh, a lot of the facilities here, if not all, at Siegel are essentially turf now. Uh, So this place is picture-perfect, and you are not going to find a better scene as we have the four and two stars, as Scott touched on. They got in a shootout in week one on Thursday night versus Shelbyville, 55-43. to They ultimately win that one. Follow up with a 64-zip win over Laverne, 35-14 versus Smyrna. Won a tight one, uh, 21-zip, tighter, I should say, versus Coffee County before 
the two losses that Scott referenced, 28-21 Hendersonville and then 24-21 to versus Blackman. On the flip side, Scott has uh, mentioned it a time or two tonight, Oakland is not just a Murfreesboro power. They're not just your defending state champs. They're a nationally ranked squad, and they come in with a record of 5-1. and one. Their lone loss was to Center Grove, Indiana, who's a powerhouse in their own right. So uh, we've got two really good battle-tested teams, two really good rivals. Uh, Across the way tonight, Riverdale is in action tonight as well. We'll try and keep you guys on all of uh, the scores across Middle Tennessee. And I think that's, a, that's about all we could do on our pregame partner is the coin toss is officially uh, in the book. Seagull's going to come out Navy tops, Navy bottoms with white stripes, white numerals, and white helmets. Oakland's going to come out red bottoms, white tops, white helmets. The Patriots and the Stars here on a Thursday night. Yeah, big-time Murfreesboro football, big-time District 3, uh, 6A football, big-time state football. So you got all kinds of action going on. And Crosstown rivalries, I, I love them. Uh, we, we don't get that in Pulaski, down where we live. We got we get, uh, we get uh, some cross-county cross county line uh, we'll get, but uh, we, don't get, we don't have that many schools in one area. So... It's uh, it's great when you have this. As Oakland takes the field and Siegel, well, they are the stars, folks. The fireworks bring them out onto the field here. As we have got a dandy on tap on this Thursday night. And just when you thought they were done with the fireworks, they tossed a few more here at the end. You know, Rich has been shooting off some fireworks, so. Richland, our local squad's been shooting them off, and Giles County had uh, flames, for lack of a better term, to run out uh, last Friday night. So everybody's kind of stepping their getting game the fire, up getting here. Getting the fire going. Everybody's uh, getting some combustion going on in there. We're going to get some combustion going on, too. And, and Wade and I have an amazing view of this harvest moon as it comes up. It is getting higher and brighter in the sky every second. And uh, what a beautiful, beautiful night for high school football. Main Street Media Thursday Night Football, and uh, we're about ready to put toe to leather and uh, get this game going. Yeah, it's time to get this party started. Again, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday Night Game of the Week coverage right here on Main Street Radio, Main Street Media Radio, presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. He's Scott Stewart. I'm Wade Neely. We say hello here as the Stars are going to kick it off. It's going to be Blake Schofield. Senior kicker, going to tee it up here in just a matter of moments. And Oakland trotting its good uniform contrast tonight, too. We've had a couple games where they've been very similar. And the numerals look nice. And I, yeah, yeah. I almost brought my binoculars for tonight, but may not need them, as uh, this is going to be a electric combination. Again, if you're just tuning in, Oakland has dominated this series 18-4 and in the 22 all-time meetings. Siegel hadn't won since 2012. They knocked off Oakland twice that year, once in the regular season and then once in the playoffs. And ladies and gentlemen, as Schofield strikes it right at 7 p.m., we're underway here on Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Kickoff is fielded at around the 10 and a nice return straight up the pipe all the way to the 50, essentially, rocketing right up the middle for the Patriots. Cullen Williams, the sophomore, carrying that one 
And a great starting field position here for the Patriot offense. Made his way to the middle of the formation there. And, and you know, when you, you can get there with your blockers uh, around on each side of you, you can make some make some room there. Siegel did a good job of shutting it down before he got got completely loose into the end zone. Patrick Freeman is your starting quarterback. The sophomore coming in after Creasy was injured in week two. He draws the nod tonight. Creasy is in uniform, however. And on first and ten, a toss running hard to the left is Ashton Jones, and Jones picks up a healthy chunk of yardage there close to the first down marker. He has already 719 rushing yards, and he picks up seven or eight right there on the first down. Yeah, sweep left, kind of a student body type to the short side of the field. Uh, got into the boundary over there. Like I said, pick up a good gain of six to uh, get this game started off on offense well for the Patriots. And the Patriots... You're thinking a 6A squad, a national powerhouse, they may really just open up the playbook, and they kind of do, but they really kind of go smash mouth, kind of old yeah. school on a lot of their offensive sets as they turn a little trap play here, and a nice tote first carry of the night for Dewan Morris, who's a very talented junior, and he picks up first down yardage, ball resting now at the Seagull 36. He's going to pick up eight on that carry. Wade. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a really good running back and got some good numbers. Four touchdowns in one game, just rushing. He had five total in that ball game. 10:53. This is the opening drive of the ball game. Oakland works left to right, and a little misdirection as they turn and give, and not fooled there. There was a awkward kind of whistle, but I think they're just blow, blowing forward progress. Stopped as Jones was bottled up, trying to spot a. Tackler over there on that far side. First real stop of the night for Siegel. Sets up second and 11 after a loss of one. Yeah, they're calling it a minus one on that. So uh, I guess we'll go with that. But I thought it was, no, I thought they kind of stopped him right at the line of scrimmage. I think your tackle, Chase Simpson, might have been in the mix there. Yeah. And now the quarterback has been rotated and Creasy is in. And on his first snap, he turns and hands it off. And a dive up the middle is going to net a couple out across the 25 down to around the 23-yard line. It's going to set up third down, third and about a healthy seven here for the Patriots on this opening drive of the ball game. Mars carries for four. Yeah, they're, they're really, really heavy offensive line. They're real stacked in there tight. Toss now to the right. First carry on the right, and uh, good pickup there, but this could be coming back. There was a penalty marker that came right near the start of the play as Dewan Morris got to the 30. We're going to check the infraction here. It's going to be holding against Oakland uh, right there at the point of attack where Morris was trying to get the corner. They're going to call holding on the offensive line or actually probably the receiver out there on that edge. It's going to move it back 10 yards. It would have been third down and probably nine. I think they're going to, they're going to, they're going to take the penalty, yeah, but you almost had to think about declining that on fourth down. But you're so deep in your own territory kind of had to go ahead and take that penalty. So it's going to be third down now and about 15. Creasy remains a quarterback. Twins in the backfield. A couple of tight ends to either side. And they're going to play fake. And the first throw of the night, Creasy now going to tuck. No, he's not going to run. He's going to fire it toward the sideline. It's incomplete. Intended for Chase Brandy, the junior wide out. Junior tailback had slipped out of the backfield. And the pass was high, incomplete. It's going to be fourth down. Very interesting. Uh, like we said, we came in here... I was expecting a little more spread out, kind of a wide open look from Oakland, but they they're stacking that line in there tight. They've got they're going single receiver sets, and but uh, 
but as far as as it goes, Siegel's been able to hang with them and uh, really have only allowed a couple of one run really big plays. Otherwise, and have allowed just the one first down so far. Nothing, nothing. Your score. Biggest play of the ball game thus far as Creasy backs out into a quick kick formation, trying to fool Siegel. They had a pure defensive look out there, and this bounces at the 15, checks up a little bit, and will be down by the Patriots at around the 17-yard line or so. So the quick kick, good stand defensively for Siegel on the opening drive, and the Stars' offense will take over with 9-16 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, you got to feel good about that if you're Siegel. You come in here, you know that you're uh, – you know that you're facing a really good team. You probably are the underdog in this. I think uh, probably at least a couple touchdown underdogs. And you come in and uh, hold them in that first after giving up really good field position. So now on first and ten. And it's intercepted. Ooh. And, oh, my goodness, straight to the house. Santel dropping back and did not see a breaking defender jumping right in front of the curl route. And taking it to the house for the touchdown. And that that will break your heart right there if you are Oakland. I mean, if you're Siegel, you've done such a good job uh, to hold them offensively to just a very few yards on that first uh, possession. And first play on your offensive side, you hand them a touchdown. Whew, jumping right in front of that one in Siegel after a great defensive stop. Kind of all for naught right there is a pick six. The Stars will get the football back, but now they find themselves trailing. First score of the night goes to the defense for the Patriots. 7 nothing after the PAT is good. Scott and I will be back right after this. You're listening to Thursday night, pre- uh, Thursday night Game of the Week coverage on Main Street Media Radio presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We're back in 30 seconds. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. As we're about to get the kickoff, Wade's coming back. Scott Stewart and Wade Nita here with Main Street Media Thursday night football. Craig Tutt is the defensive player. He's listed as number three on our official roster. He's wearing number one tonight. And he jumps and makes that pick six. Ensuing kickoff goes into the end zone. And it's Oakland seven, Siegel nothing, nine, ten remaining here. So let's just put everything back in reverse that we just said about the Oakland off, or excuse me, the Seagull offense, Scott. We'll just get a redo here. Yeah, uh, well, it's not quite the same after having stopped them, but this time now you've given up a pick six for a touchdown on your first play. You know, now you got to shake that off. You got everything else going on. Now you got to shake off the fact that you just gave up a touchdown on the offensive side of the ball. Santel comes back out. Thomas is a senior quarterback. Having a great start to his senior year. Thrown for nearly 700 yards. And on first and 10, he turns, hands it off. Good surge up front for the Stars. Yeah, the offensive line made a good surge there. That's going to be number 22 
Uh, Fletcher, that's Christy Fletcher, the main running back for Siegel. They went on the right side. Big Matthew Rice, the junior, kind of paving the way there. A long two, uh, a short two gained right there, so it's a long eight coming up. Siegel now has trips to the left, a single end split in to the right. Oakland's got a four-man front. Now they're switching some position and personnel here. Siegel's going to snap it quickly, tossing in the flat, and it's incomplete. In and out of the hands of Teron Grant. And Grant bobbled the pass and tried to run before he had full possession, and it's incomplete. So 0 for 2 now. <laughs> that's, got, that's not the yeah. stat line you're looking for uh, with, a, with an interception for Santel, who really, like I said, 90% of this offense is going to run through him either on his legs or his arm. Third and eight. Pocket breaks down quickly, and there goes Santel right on cue, and he is close to the first down marker. Looked like he was thinking about pulling up. He's slow to get up on that far sideline. Uh-oh. And that is not good. There was a touch of hesitancy there, whether to slide or whether to go for the first down, and in the last second he did get the yardage it looked like. If not, he's just shy, but he is roughed up on that Oakland sideline and yeah you know somebody's hurt when the defenders from the, when the defense is calling for the trainers to come on over yep uh to that to to check on him that's that is not a good situation and it's just getting going from bad to worse for Siegel at this point Wade I mean you start off pretty positive you think that you give them the ball to 50 you hold them uh to really one one first down uh make a make Oakland punt you get the ball, next thing you know, you've thrown a pick six, you're down seven nothing, and now your starting quarterback, who is 90% of your offense, is laying on the sideline being looked at by the trainers. It's just, it's kind of snowballing on them, and he's getting up, but he's not going to be walking off on his own power. He's going to be leaning on somebody. It almost looks like it's an elbow or a shoulder or something, Wade. Look the way he's holding it. Yeah. And this is not a great situation for Siegel. Started off four uh, four and zero. Oh, yeah. Dropped two in a row, and now Thomas after Santel is is hurt, and his backup's going to be hot. Well, I think hot is it going to be Hostetter? Who's no? It's number nine. It's going to be uh, that's AJ Kuchara. Kuchara has thrown a couple passes this year in backup duty. He's five of six passing. And this is kind of really changing the whole dynamic of this game up in the very first few moments. 8.17 to go in the opening quarter. He's done something to that elbow or shoulder. So uh, prayers out for Thomas Santel. Oof. We'll try and update on that, that was first as the night down. continues. Yeah, they do give him the first, so the drive continues. Kuchara turns and hands off first and 10. Nice surge. Again, targeting that right side of the line, and Fletcher... Picks up right around eight, maybe nine yards, just shy of the 40. As the Stars move right to left here. And on second and inches, calling for a quick snap. Give right up the middle, yeah. this time to the left. And man, they're just blowing Oakland off the football right now. And just keeping it on the ground has worked couple plays in a row. That's a first down for Siegel approaching midfield. 7.40 to go in this opening quarter. 
Twin wideouts to the left. Kachara, who's the backup quarterback. Don't need to stop now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just had a conversation with two friends uh, in our community back in Giles County, and I said, sometimes if you find a player or two that doesn't, uh, the other defense can't slow you down, just stick with it. And that's kind of what Siegel's done. They're running right up the left. They're running right up the right. And Kuchara is a, is a senior, by the way. He's not, not like they've got a freshman coming in to back up Santel. He turns. There's a give this time to the left, and for the first time on this drive, Oakland gets some nice surge up front. Coming up and making a little stop there. Minimal gain at best. Quentin Norfolk is a junior D lineman. He was in on the play, as was Carlos Swatter, a senior D end. Third two now, just across midfield way. It's a big play here for the Stars as they trail seven to nothing. Trying to extend this drive here after the injury to Santel, the quarterback. Fletcher stands in the backfield to the left hip of Kuchara. AJ's going to play fake. Oh, my goodness. Incomplete in and out of the hands of Caleb Watson. That's two drops on this drive, unfortunately, for the Stars by two of their top receivers. Watson has already caught six touchdowns this year. And the hot route over the seam. Maybe too hot for Watson to handle, and he dropped it. And it's to bring out a punting situation. That's a tough way to end this drive after Siegel had shown a little promise getting out beyond midfield. But the way their defense had played that first that first uh, series, you got to think, yeah, pin them back. That's what they're going to do. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Oakland ran a quick kick on their first uh, drive tonight, and then Siegel's shuffling a lot of bodies around. Now they're going to kind of. Finally punt, and it looked like it was blocked for a second, but it is clean. It is away on a rugby-style punt, downed it around the 14-yard line. So we got to ask, obviously, you didn't score points, which would have been kind of icing on the cake, but you really kind of wonder about the psyche of the team when you see your senior quarterback go out like that. But all in all, not a horrible drive there for the Stars with 6-10 to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, and if you're you're really good tight end who's been go-to, all year so far, catches the ball that hits him in the hands, and he'll catch most of those. Uh, you're still going, and you're probably going to kick at least to get kick a field goal out of it. So yeah, you got to be confident. You got some confidence, but you're going to have to start doing something with the ball when you get it, and you're going to have to do something with this field position right here too. Oakland takes back over, faking the end around. Now they turn and give, running hard up the left side. Good tackle there for Kel Harrison, the senior, coming up and making the stop. Oakland picks up a couple. And it'll be second and eight after they mark this off. Oakland's got a really good offensive lineman in junior Jake Riggs. Already got some offers, or some interest at least, from Louisville, Memphis, Liberty. That running back was uh, Avery Hainsworth. Hainsworth, by the way. More on him in just a second. You might be wondering. As a turn and a give... And, uh, oh, look here. The ball came loose at the end of the play. It's free. It's free. And the Stars pounce on it. Coming up with it at the end of the play. Great recovery there for the Stars was Harrison. And the officials are conferring. And the whole crowd, I mean the whole crowd, even the PA announcer, 
was ready to give that ball to Siegel, and now the officials have ruled that the runner was down by contact. Well, he was not. They, they, they had to be. It had to be forward motion. Or forward he progress. Was, excuse he me. was not down by contact. That's for sure. So, uh, unfortunate break yet again for Siegel. Seven nothing. Oakland leads. This is a big third down though. Third and seven. Creasy will drop back, pumping, pumping, firing. He's got a tight end, and it is hauled in, but it's hauled in on a slide, and that is going to be short by about two yards, about a yard and a half here, and so, dare I say, decision time maybe for Oakland? It's going to be fourth and short, but you're at your own 24-yard line. They're going to trot the offense out. They lead this game 7 nothing. Just over four minutes left in the opening quarter. Oakland's calling for it. Now they're going to drop back. Yep, another quick punt here. This is a really good punt, especially out of the quick kick formation. And this will wobble, wobble, wobble down to the 21. That is a great punt, all things considered. So the Oakland offense did complete that pass just shy, though. And how about the back-to-back stops defensively for the Stars? Right. Siegel came to play tonight. I don't think they, don't think they got the memo that, they, uh, that they're that they a couple of touchdown underdog in this ball game. Defensively, they have they have uh, they whipped Oakland up front so far, and uh, offensively, they've been they've been the best team so far. Wade, just gonna have to put it that way. Minus one play, which for Oakland doesn't really matter because Oakland's got the touchdown. You know, you can't forget that. Obviously. Yep. <laughs> so the offense takes back over again Santel is sidelined here after an injury on the second drive and on this play now first time tonight that uh, as Jeremiah Bunton the senior linebacker fills the hole makes the tackle uh, still a minimal gain though but the first real time that Siegel hasn't got that big surge up front stars with the ball 3.30 to go we're in the opening quarter Twins now to the right, and Kachar is going to load up to his left. Got He's got a man. Oh, it's hauled in. Oh, yeah. What a catch down the sideline for Teron Grant. Grant just trailing and trailing and following the ball. He's got three touchdowns and 176 yards receiving, and he made a great grab right there for about a first 35 down. 35 yards, Wade. Big-time pickup for Grant, who's a superstar in the making for these stars here as a quick give and running off the left side now. I'm impressed with the play of Fletcher thus far, the tailback for the stars. Yeah, he's not one, not one of these big kids. He's, he's one of the small, you know, with these little small backs that gets off in that line and kind of gets lost a little bit. He's he's picking up five, six yards. He's, he's averaging over five yards a carry right now. Siegel is on the move out to the Oakland 38. Patriots trying to time a blitz right there. Smith, the linebacker, now he backs off. Now he's going to creep back up. Siegel snaps it with a couple of seconds on the clock. Tossing the far side flat. And that is hauled in by Inslee. That's Kevin Inslee, the junior. And he needed about three, maybe four, and he picked up about three. He's right at the stick, just shy. Yep. 2.02 to go. Oakland leads after a pick six on their first play defensively tonight. 
But the stars are clicking. Here's a give, and this will come down to the spot. And a give up the middle. I don't think he got it. Yeah, Fletcher looks like he's about a yard shy. They say he lost an inch or two right there. So fourth and a long one at the 36. Siegel has it on the far side hash on this gorgeous turf rug out here. And they're going to keep the offense out. As Fletcher's in the backfield, they're going to uh, play fake to him, tossing it toward the tight end, and it's batted away. They wanted to go to Watson. In a great new, play out there by number nine for uh, Norfolk. Yeah, Norfolk. Great, great play on the defense. They wanted a penalty. There really wasn't a penalty on that. You called it best. That was just a flat-out great defensive play. He did a good job of following Watson, and then at the last minute, Reached that big paw in there and knocked it away. So Siegel, in a game that has been very nip and tuck thus far, comes up empty there on fourth down. 40 seconds remaining. Clock is running for some reason. I'm not the coach, and I'm never going to claim to be smarter than the coach, I promise you. But I do have to question that. You need you need to do everything you can to keep Oakland pinned back. They should have beat the way his defense is playing. Give on first and ten for the Patriots running hard is Jones, the feature back. Jones, 720 yards on the ground thus far. Having a great senior campaign. And that might take us to the end of the quarter here. And Oakland's huddling up, and they look like they got no interest in really snapping it. But now the clock was stopped briefly. Clock was running when it was not supposed to a moment ago. Now I think the official just kind of made up for the lost time there. <laughs> and that's one way to do it. Yep. And either way you slice it, either way you dice it, we've reached the end of the first quarter. Very entertaining ball game thus far as a pick six puts Oakland on top. 7 nothing in this rivalry showdown. You're listening to... Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Scott and I are back in 60 seconds. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Second quarter back underway and second and six. Oakland tossed one in the flats and it was caught, hauled in by Chase Bandy, the junior wideout. Bandy goes across midfield. He's brought down at the 48. 7-0 is your score. Oakland leads after a defensive touchdown. Pick six on the first play defensively tonight. 
Patriots going to jump into a wildcat, and now it's a low snap, and the ball gets away. Dewan Morris had rotated into a wildcat formation there, and the snap was, I said low, but it was really just off to the left. Morris does a good job of just falling on it and securing possession. But Oakland's backed up all the way to its own 39 now. This is a... Here's a chance to bust out of geography here. This is uh, second and Walter Hill. We're going to call this one Scott Stewart. <laughs> I think I, I think I nailed that one. That's yeah. I think you're right. We're even on that. We're on this side of town. Even I think. Yeah. Officially, they mark it second and twenty-three. Creasy returns at quarterback. They bring a man on an end around, and he's thinking about throwing. Siegel's got it scouted out though. Good stop defensively. Maddox Grisham, one of the. First on the scene there defensively for the Stars. They're going, uh, Oakland's going the wrong way right here, Wade. That's uh, two negative plays, minus three on that one. That we'll call that, that, that was a running play, by the way. And uh, so now you got third and 28 for the, for the Patriots. It was Xavier Mukindi out there on that far side cornerback who made the initial stop. And Grant came over all the way from his cornerback position with the toss into the backfield. He helped assist. Third and 28. Patriots go into the shotgun. They send that man in motion again. They fake it to him, and now they're going to dump a screen play. Pretty well executed, but very well read by the Stars, and the Patriots are bottled up and brought down at their own 39. And that is another great defensive stand here for Siegel. And we've had a couple of Quick kick formations. There won't be any trickeration here. It's going to no, be a straight up not. punt on fourth and twenty plus. Yes, yeah, he threw that to Mars out there. I've been super impressed with this single defense. Uh, just super impressed with. They are absolutely flying to the ball. And Oakland got a kick away, but there was a procedure penalty. So they go backwards on first down. They go backwards on second down. And now on fourth down, they're still going backwards. Fourth and 28. They're going back toward Christiana, I think, at this point. And this might be Siegel's opportunity to kind of flip the field a little bit. They've mm-hmm. pretty much been behind the behind the sticks, as you would say, on the field position. So they have a man back to return for the first time. This is a traditional drop-back punt. Pretty good little kick, and it's kind of on a line drive, but Oakland's coverage unit was able to get down there in time. Fair catch called and made by Inslee. Definitely definitely Siegel's best uh, starting position. They've been at the 20 to 21 a couple times. They're out at the 33-yard line way, and uh, you got to feel pretty good about yourself right now if you're Siegel. Uh, and yeah. you got to turn this into something. You can't just keep living off the emotions of doing well. You have to get the ball in the end zone. You've already given Oakland one score. Now you've got to go back and get that one back plus some. So it's time to get get that going. Again, if you're just joining us, Santel, the quarterback, injured on the second drive. And Kachara has been thrust into backup duty here. And he's playing well. The only problem with Kachara being uh, out there as your backup is, you, is a kid that you could have in another position potentially there for the Stars. 
And he's not, the, I don't think he's the runner Santel is. Santel had a lot of rushing yardage. Speaking of running, he called his own number right there. And on second and 10, Siegel wants to t- uh, talk it over on a timeout. And we're going to take a break as well. Scott and I are back right after this 30-second break. It is Oakland 7, Siegel nothing. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. And we're back here on Main Street Media Thursday night game of the week coverage. MainStreetMediaRadio.com. All on our, whether you're hitting us there, whether you're hitting us on social media. Thank you guys for tuning in. Alongside Scott Stewart, Wayne Neely saying hello. Second and ten. Seagulls moved the ball well on several of its drives as Kachara airmailed this pass here intended for Grant Grant may be looking for a flag there but either way it's going to stay third down here third and ten after that incompletion yeah and it looks like Oakens adjusted Fletcher was running pretty hard up the middle getting four or five six yards of carry they've kind of slowed that down and and uh, Seagull's going away from it a little bit. A lot of pressure. Deep ball. Oh, almost intercepted. Nearly intercepted. Is that caught? Is that caught? Oh, my goodness. What a snag. Drew Hostetter. <laughs> there were two defenders, and both dove for the ball. Looked like, for sure, one of them had knocked it away. And Hostetter cradling the ball as he falls to the turf, finally Popped out of the pile and handed it to the official, who's kind of surprised as we were. Huge pickup out to the 37. Siegel snaps it, goes right back to said Drew Hostetter, the sophomore. He hauls it in on a quick little pass in the slot out to the 30. And Siegel's trying to hurry it up. Yards on that pass play. Just dropped it in a bucket right there. Did, did the defender touch it? I thought he did, but. I don't see any way that it couldn't have been tipped somehow. What a catch and what concentration. And now Kachara, run pass option. He's going to elect to run. He pump fakes, gets the defender in the air. Tut went airborne there, biting on the pump fake, and that bought Kachara, the backup quarterback, a couple extra yards. 7.31 to go. Siegel is driving. This is a very promising. They need to move the down marker, and I think that's a first down. Yeah, everybody for the sideline for Siegel's kind of motioning like, hey, man, you got to move the move the sticks here. And it took a little while, but they finally got the memo on that far sideline. And so the ball brought out to the 26. Siegel's on the near side hash in a pistol formation. Fletcher on the right side hip of the quarterback, Kachara. They give to Fletcher. Fletcher runs hard. Yeah, he eludes one man in the backfield. Scott said it earlier. He's given up a lot of height and a lot of weight, but he is a hard runner and slippery. And that first man couldn't bring him down, and the second one did barely. He gets three. 
That's a working man's three yards right there. Yeah, he's 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 a hard running little back. That's what he is. Ball now to the twenty-three. Driving toward the south end zone here at Siegel High. Gorgeous backdrop for high school football on this Thursday night. Got the triangle trips down here on the short side of the field. They're going to run pass option. They do dump it to the back man in that trip formation. And Hostetter is shoved out of bounds. Crowd kind of groaning there, looking for a late hit. It is a little rivalry game after all. Just a little friendly <laughs> shove at the end of that play. Good news for Hostetter is he's on his friendly sideline. He was shoved into his comrades there. No flag, and so it's a loss of a couple, and now it's third and ten. Seagull's very close, if not in field goal range. Good third and ten. Run. Kachora floating a deep ball. It's in the oh end zone. Caught! Rising and snagging it for the touchdown is Grant. I mean, just floating the ball up there, Kachora. Grant had the position and just kind of boxed out a defender or two, hauling it in. 6.06 remaining in this first half. And wow, what a play on a third and 10 from your backup quarterback. A.J. Kachara finding Teron Grant for the touchdown. That shows you. Go ahead. I was just going to say an extra point is up and the extra point is good. That shows you why that young man is, is uh, on a lot of college teams' uh, radar. That looked like a college football play the way that uh, Grant went up and got that pass. Great job by the quarterback, backup quarterback, by the way, to throw it out there high because he knows his man can go up and get it. He did. He went up over two defenders and brought that thing down. And Grant, uh, as Scott alluded to it, wow, just great execution, jumping, catching it at its highest point. And with 6.06 to go, Scott Stewart, we got ourselves a tie ball game all of a sudden like that. And Oakland, if not for a pick six defensively, Siegel would be leading this game. Yeah, I, it's it. As I said, there was a point in this game early on where everything in the world seemed to be going against Siegel, but they did. They just acted like they just kept playing their game. The defense kept playing hard, and the next thing you know, Siegel's down here scoring a 31-yard touchdown pass has tied the game up. They brought it back even. Their main, their head, their main man, the quarterback Santel is is. Most likely out from what we saw. Yeah, he's down there with a sling on, the pads off. And uh, his backups come in. And, and as I told you all to start this game, you can take the records out. You can take who, what Oakland did last year out. You can take what they've done this year out. You can take what Siegel's done this year out. And when you start playing the, the guys that you spend time with outside of these, these, uh, these schools in this city, this is what you get. You get a knockdown drag out ball game by two really good teams. This has lived up to the billing thus far. Short kick, fielded at the 15. Uh -oh. Look out. Oakland running. Whew. And, again, the, the roster we've got for Oakland has uh, does not have number one. And we were told that that was Tut. But Tut is also listed on the roster as wearing number three. And there's a number three out there. So that uh, mysterious man, number one, was on the carry there. We will try and get an official ruling on the single numeral jersey there. 
closer to halftime. 5.59 to go. Oakland does take over at their own 48. And they promptly go across midfield. Good carry on the left side. Oakland's got some beef up front. And running by behind Braylon LaForia, the senior left tackle there. The left guard, I should say. Picking up some nice yardage. Sets up second and four. 7-7 seven, seven your ball game score here. As the Patriots, who had gone under center for the majority of their first couple of possessions, they now have the backup tailback Uh-oh. or quarterback yeah. in and a backup burst of speed to try Woo. and get the edge. And Morris is gone. DeWan Morris, the junior who transferred in from Red Bank, a Class 4A powerhouse last year, bopped it to the outside. And once he got the edge, like I said, he hit that turbo button down the right sideline. And the Blue Army for Oakland is bouncing up and down on that far side as their Patriots go back on top 13-7. to Yeah, he, you called it great, Wade. They sealed that, they sealed that corner off completely. And, and once all he needed was that little bit of daylight, and he outran everybody. Uh, Don Don, Don Marsh knows what to do with the ball. <laughs> when, he, when he gets his hands on it, then he was gone, baby. The playmakers are making plays, folks, as it's 14-7. to 7. Scott and I are going to take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Oakland back on top. First offensive touchdown of the night for the Patriots. They lead this game 14-7. 5-14 left. We are in quarter number two. And this one will go into the end zone for the touchback. And Scott Siegel's played so well tonight, but this game literally has come down to two plays. Uh, the pick six defensively and then a nice marauding run down the sideline just a moment ago for uh, Morris. That's two big difference. plays are the difference in this game. Yeah, and that's the difference when you're playing a team of the caliber of Oakland. You know, we talk about the, you throw the records out the window, but, you know, they got some talent. And you, you can't, it's, it's almost, you'll hear the old saying, you can't stop them, you can only contain them. And there's just at some point, they're going to get that edge on you. Somebody like Marsh is going to bust off 46 yards. It's just going to happen sometime. He showed everybody here at Siegel why they're so high on this. As on first and 10, Kachara uh, rolling to his right. And he was giving up a lot of ground on the pressure there, and he finally just launches one out of bounds. Good job of getting the incompletion away. Good pressure coming off that left side of edge. Yeah, something happened funny, too, there. I don't know what they were trying to set up. Maybe they were trying to set up a screen, and it, it didn't develop, and he just had to chunk that thing as far as he could to keep it from being an ugly play. That was Corey Smith, the linebacker bearing down and now more pressure but Kachar is loading it up loading it deep 
And maybe playing with fire there as that pass was nearly intercepted. Bronson Crisp knocked it away, but he had the best chance to catch the football. Yeah, yeah. Double team, they're double teaming Grant, and it hasn't mattered so, <laughs> so far. But it, yeah. did, it did work that time. If, uh, if you're going to throw into double coverage, it's got to be a perfect ball. And we've seen two perfect balls thus far from Kachara. That one was less than perfect, and it was incomplete. And now on the far sideline, Grant, who just made that great touchdown a moment ago, got a little bit of a head start there. And got an offside? Or they, now they're going back the other way. Yeah, Grant on that far sideline just took off about four yards downfield. The sad part is he is uh, so talented. He don't need any extra uh, head start there, but he wanted one just in case. So now it's third and 15. Give. A little safe play call here. Try and burn some clock and then punt it away. As I believe Fletcher on yeah, the carry. Yep, and Fletcher picks up a yard, maybe two. And so Schofield will try it out to punt. Under five remaining here. We're in the second quarter. It's 14-7. to seven. Oakland led 7-0 after a pick six. Siegel tied it up 7-7, and then now the Patriots back on top. Good snap back to Schofield, who boots away a pretty good effort here. Dies, or bounces, I should say, at the 49 and picks up about six extra yards on the roll. Not a bad kick, all things considered. But decent field position yet again for Oakland. Siegel's defense is just bowed up on nearly every possession tonight. Yeah, it, yeah, and this is this is a key spot in this game. Right? You know that now everybody talks on you know, pro games and college games those those uh, eight six to eight minutes on each side of the quarter of the halftime, and we're we're at four and a half right here. And uh, Siegel needs to bring bring that defense again, or else they're going to be in a real bad spot. Yeah, they need to keep this game at one possession at worst all night long as a tote on that far side for Hainsworth. And Scott, I mentioned earlier, you may be wondering, yes, that is Sir Albert Hainsworth himself. Oh, is it? That is his talented junior. This is his first game uh, healthy. He's been dinged up to start the season, so Hainsworth's got a couple carries thus far for the Patriots. Looks pretty good to be big for a running back, for sure. Wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, he's not big for a lineup. <laughs> uh, end around here, stopped! Flying in and making a stop. Maddox Grisham, the senior linebacker, did a great job of flying into the backfield, and that play was busted. An end around goes backwards, and it's third and eight. They had slipped the running back uh, five out into the slot, Jones, and they were going to try to get him the ball, like say on that reverse, but there was no go as, as once again, uh, Siegel continues to play well on that out there on the, uh, up the middle for sure. Massive play here at the 45. It's third and eight. Creasy bobbled the snap briefly. Now he has it. He has all day to throw. He dumps to his safety valve. And, ooh, extra yardage yet. He was a couple of yards shy to begin with, and then extra effort on was, the little dump pass in the backfield there. That was Bandy 
that he threw it to. He ended up picking up eight. He needed nine. There's less than a yard to go. So Oakland, 234 to go. You would assume they're going to line up under center. They're probably going to sneak this here, and they do. Oh, and yeah, there's a flag. Do. Somebody flinched. Coach, see what Coach is jumping up and down. Somebody flinched on the offensive line. Five-yard penalty will move the ball back, and you know you're talking about five, like fourth down at five and a half yards right inside midfield for Oakland, as we said. Wait a minute. Okay. I thought he was going to go the other way. But. Coach uh, Coach Adam Renshaw, you uh, described it beautifully there. He was hopping up and down on the sideline saying, wait a second, he moved. We've seen this formation, and the guy that's been putting out of it is not out there. No, nope. Oakland has its offense back out. Full house backfield. They have one receiver to the left. Two men go in motion in the backfield. They're stacked heavy to the left now. Trying to get them to jump. There's two minutes left, and Oakland will take a timeout with 1.56 remaining. And we're going to take a timeout as well. Big fourth down coming up right after this. 14-7, to 7, Oakland leads. Punting situation after this 30-second timeout. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50-plus different pests and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. Crowd is fired up here. Rightfully so. This has been a great ball game. Yeah, exactly what we expected out of a cross-town rivalry. Robert Wade, and uh, like you say, uh, Oakland's taking advantage of big plays. Seagulls taking advantage of playing with some big heart. We're out here at midfield. Looks like we'll get a punt now on fourth down and just over five, just out, just inside midfield. Oakland's going to punt the ball away to Seagull. Seagull does not bring any pressure here, so this bounces, and Seagull. Yeah. Let's it roll into the end zone. Oakland tried to save it. That was actually pretty a pretty play. savvy play right Inslee, there. Yeah. yeah, Inslee did a great job. He faked as if he was going to return it at first, and then once he was letting it go, he kind of just set a little pit inadvertently between the uh, coverage yeah. man and the ball. And so uh, in a pursuit of the football, Oakland had to take the long route, and by that time the ball was in the end zone. Siegel has, has suffered from a, a lot less – uh, not nearly as good of field position as Oakland has, and uh, and so they're back on the twenty yard line again. The one time they started outside the twenty yard line, they basically scored a touchdown. So two minutes to go here in this first half. And Siegel, just when you think they might pack it in for halftime, they jump out in a four wide look here. Again, Santel, the standout senior quarterback. Went down with an injury. It is unlikely he returns tonight. And on that spread formation, classic football, right? You spread everybody out, and then you see what the defense is going to do, and then you give right up the middle. And a little carry there for your tailback Fletcher. Over that left side for about 
Well, they ended up just giving them two, didn't they? It looked like a little more upon first glance, but out to the 22. 14 to 7. Patriots with a pick six and then a big rushing score. We were tied at seven, but the rushing score has made it 14 to 7. And the Stars are doing a great job of pretending like they're going to run a play here, but they're really just letting the clock bleed down toward halftime. And they go back to Fletcher. And if you're Oakland, you may be thinking about a timeout here to kind of put the pressure back on the Stars. Yep, there you go. You called it, Wade. They must have. They must be listening to the game down there. I think somebody's got us tuned in down there on that sideline. <laughs> but I, lo- I love that uh, setup there from Siegel. You sprint to the ball. You make everybody in the park think you're going to run a play and try and do something before half. When really you're kind of okay just going in 14 to seven. Yeah, I think but you bleed that clock off, and now Oakland has burned its second time out. I think if you're Siegel, you're you're really almost kind of happy 14 to seven, considering that two plays and it's seven to nothing. You're winning. Two plays and a bum yeah. uh, quarterback now right. after the injury to Santel. Six A football here on. Yeah, we Main keep talking about the Crosstown rival. We keep even they not even talking about the fact it's a six three A game. It's a it's a region game. Massive showdown. Riverdale's in action tonight, but they are not in region play. As now we're gonna have another time. Yeah. And speaking of Riverdale leads Cane Ridge twenty one to nothing. That game's in the second quarter. Something right about Riverdale being in the top of the district standings. You know, like I, I, I did my college here. I went to college at MTSU, got my degree there, got interned with uh, with Monty Hale at the uh, newspaper here in Murfreesboro at the time. That was Riverdale's heyday, man. That was yeah. That was uh, they were rolling and uh, could. Yeah, nobody could hang with them. Oakland was not a very good uh, team at that program at that time, and they were really they were the only two schools here in Murfreesboro at that point. So, just uh, how much how much different it is is amazing to me. Sitting here watching uh, Siegel now, Siegel and Oakland play. They are battling it out here. Out of the timeout, it's third and seven. Left to right, and the Stars going to play it safe yet again. And they pick up four or five. And I didn't hear a, didn't really hear a whistle for a timeout, but the clock stopped. It's, yeah, there was a timeout call. So by they Oakland. did, they did sneak it in there. So we've got now we're about fourth down and three, about the twenty-seven yard line of um, Seagulls. Seagulls got the ball. They're fixing, they're going to be punting here uh, unless somebody goes completely brain dead. They'll be punting here. And uh, when they get through putting this ball, it's probably going to be right in somewhere around the 40-something second for Oakland, who has scored on two plays, by the way, one of them on offense, one of them on defense. Uh, It does not take Oakland long to score at all. That's uh, the maddening part. If you're Siegel, your defense is played, by and large, outstanding tonight. But one big play has been the difference. Both offenses putting up seven points, but then that pick six, the difference thus far. Schofield is back. It is a low snap, 
Ooh, barely got it and, off. Yeah, barely got it off. It took a very odd angle off the foot. And good job by Siegel yet again. They, Man, they finally blow it dead. They were able to run off about three, four extra seconds there. Good job on the special teams by Christian Cup. Again, kind of pretending like he was about to pick it up for the down and then bleeding time off, so they clock it with 39 seconds remaining. And Oakland takes over at its own 45. They are out of timeouts. Yeah, so the question is, how much do you really try to do? What you do is you uh, you hand this ball off to one of your running backs and you uh, see what you can get on that first play. If you can pick up five yards or something, it gives you – you kind of get a green light to go ahead if you don't. You go ahead and take her on in. Usually, you take it on into the uh, locker room. And there's a lot of motion. And finally, at the end of that motion and commotion, if you will, they turn and hand it off. And Hainsworth got six, which is a yeah. kind of a go go territory if you get that. But did they call timeout because no, they're huddling up? So yeah, out of timeout. So now they're the ones kind of. Maybe load up something here for one last play. They're not even going to clock it and trying to run a last play, but they will get into the shotgun here. Five seconds, four seconds, and now Siegel, I think. Thanks, just yeah, they just want to make sure every, all their P's and Q's yeah. are. Uh, you got that timeout. You know, away. You're not going to do any good sitting in the locker room with it, and you're sitting there going, "Are my guys ready for this?" If he snaps his ball, <laughs> so I think. I think that's a good good, uh, good timeout called by the coach there just to cover everything. That is simply put, but it is beautifully put because, yeah, that's exactly what that was. We could almost see uh, coaching staff for the Stars, Coach Renshaw, saying, before they snap this ball, are we sure? <laughs> and they finally uh, decide to bring it out here. Special teams-wise, trying to pull up a, a season long at least here. Oakland's a team that, kind of like some other teams we've covered this year, they don't kick a lot of field goals uh, just because they don't necessarily need to. Their uh, kicker, All right. Taylor, Jacob Taylor's a senior. Where's number 95, which I love, by the way? He's one of three on the season and as long as 39. So he's got a decent leg. And now the backup, Freeman, comes back in at quarterback. Just beyond midfield from the 49. Freeman rolling to his light. Loading up, and wounded duck, and he had a receiver, but the receiver slipped. Would have been well shy of the end zone. Only got about to the 20-yard line anyway, and it's incomplete. And after two quarters, Scott Stewart, the Stars are simply put two plays away from leading this game. They had a pick six at the very first play offensively, and then on the Drive, second drive right before this last one from Oakland. They gave up a bounce uh, rush to the outside yeah. for a big play, if you will, for Where the touchdown. Had, so either one of those plays go back, and you're either tied or ahead, seven to you know seven to nothing or seven to seven. Siegel's got to go into this locker room and think, man, we're, we're we're in pretty good shape right here. What can we do to get over the hump? And this is with their starting quarterback, senior Santel, wow. who is a fantastic yeah. career here at, at Siegel, and he is. Out and unlikely to return. No, he any point uh, in the next couple weeks. It's a good thing that uh, fall break is coming up because he, he did not know. look like he's ready to return. Yeah, I don't soon. know if we got any 
confirmation on what he what happened, but it was a shoulder elbow. It was a left shoulder, left elbow. And what that play was, was it was a big play. He, he broke uh, containment, rushed out, he, and, and had the opportunity to duck out of bounds before he got the first down on a third down play. And he decided to push him, push that forward, and he and he hurt, got hurt pushing for the extra yard. He did get the extra yard, but uh, he, he, he's been out and will be out for the rest of this game. And I would be surprised if he'll see much or anything more for the rest of this season. He, that was a significant injury to his arm. Tough break there for Siegel. Again, uh, Tommy Santel having such a great season, such a great career. And unfortunately, he was injured through a pick six on his first drive and on his second play of drive number two. He departs, you know, and I find with that, an injury, and that that kind of, uh, you know, when it, we we get to do these games, we have to go all over the place, and we look these teams up. We don't get to see them every week like we do our teams, and you know, you pick one or two guys that you're kind of looking forward to to watching play, right? And Scientel was one of those guys. He was the guy, one of the guys on Siegel that I was looking forward to seeing play, and you know, it's, I know it's disappointing. I don't want to act like it's not disappointing for him and his family and everybody else, but it's kind of disappointing for for me too because I really had wanted to see him play him and Grant. Grant has shown out. Thank goodness they have, they had the backup quarterback that's able to at least get the ball to him. And Grant has shown out. And then also, uh, Moore over on the other side uh, has has uh, been the man for uh, Oakland, and it's been good to see him. He was another one that I was looking forward to seeing play. So I'm getting you know we get to see most of these guys, but uh, really unfortunate for Santel. It's it uh, to see his uh, probably unless unless it's not as bad as I think it is, probably maybe see his uh, his high school football career end right here yeah let's uh obviously hope for the best but it did not look good uh the good news is it's only for if you're a seagull fan at least it's 14 to 7 and your stars are set to receive the second half kickoff and if you're a seagull fan you don't really lose uh you may lose on the scoreboard on a friday night but you rarely lose a battle of the bands we've got one of the all-time great ones as oakland is set to take the field for their performance and the award-winning Stars Band will be out right after that. We will take a break, but it's 14-7 here at the half. A reminder that you're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are back in two minutes. At Dixon Cater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventurer seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street. Dine in or take out. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. You put away some drinks. Put away your key. Don't let fans drive drunk. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. 
serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Welcome back in, Scott Stewart, with you here, and we, along with Wade Neely, we're at Siegel High School. You're listening to Main Street Media Radio. Thursday night, Game of the Week, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans do not let fans drive drunk. We got a great ball game going on for you here. 14 to 7 is the score. Oakland leading Siegel. We are at Siegel here in Murfreesboro, across. Cross City rivalry being played out in front of us, as well as a Region 6-3A game, big Region 6-3A game, by the way, where Riverside is uh, undefeated in the region, and they are not playing a region game this week. Oakland is uh, undefeated in the region, they are, and are playing Siegel, which is a region game. Siegel uh, t- is 1-1 one one in the region, and they are looking to go to 2-1 and one and take a half take a uh, half game lead over Oakland just simply by having the uh, win over them. So big game here in a lot of different levels. We expected high high powered offense from uh, Oakland to come into this ball game and Siegel's defense has come to play tonight. And but for two plays, Siegel leads this game seven to nothing. Those two plays are very important and Oakland has done what they've needed to do to maintain their lead. The first one being uh, after Siegel's defense had stopped Oakland to start the uh, ball game, got the punt, were uh, down down inside the 20-yard line, and the first court pass by quarterback Thomas Santel was a pick six and uh, in, the t- in the hands of Tut for Oakland, and that, that set the stage for the 7 to nothing lead real fast for Oakland. Siegel continued to play hard, continued to do what they had to do to keep Oakland from uh, running away with this game, and then as a uh, backup quarterback, Cucieri came in. He was able to start passing the ball, got it to the the playmaker, the man, Grant, Torian Grant. And then finally, on a 31-yard pass across the middle, Grant goes up over two players and brings high points the ball, brings it down for the touchdown at 7-7. Seven to seven. Then as soon as the uh, – just almost as soon as that kind of dust had settled, Oakland took the ball, got around midfield, just about the 46-yard line, and they handed the ball to uh, Duan Morris, and and Morris got the seal on the on the far side of the field and outran everybody to the end zone. And that's how we got to fourteen to seven. Fourteen to seven is your is your score. We are at halftime. We got the battle of the bands going on. We're about eleven and a half minutes left before we get the second half underway. 
I am Scott Stewart. You're listening to Main Street Media Radio, and uh, we just encourage you guys to, as you, if you're listening to us here in Murfreesboro, if you're listening to us across the mid-state, just find your Main Street Media newspaper in in your community, all the way from Kentucky to Alabama along the I-65 corridor. Main Street Media has hometown newspapers, all or small uh, community newspapers all across the, this mid-state area. And this is the kind of stuff that Main Street Media brings to you. We will bring you this game on radio. We will bring you this game on the Internet. And in, and also it will be uh, you'll be able to read it here in the Murfreesboro Post if you're listening to us in Murfreesboro. Hey, pick up your paper. Get a subscription to your paper. It, uh, your community paper is an important part of your community because without it, you don't know what's going on, whether it be sports, whether it be government. Whether it be whatever's going on in your community, that's what your community newspaper is there for. Main Street Media is dedicated to that. We're going to take another two-minute timeout. We'll take two minutes. We'll be right back. You are listening to Main Street Radio, brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. At Dixon Tater Shack, we take loaded baked potatoes to a whole new level. We're not just any potato joint. We're the best this side of the Mason-Dixon line. Whether you're a traditionalist who loves classic flavors or a culinary adventure of seeking bold new combinations, we've got you covered. Located at 728 East College Street, dine in or takeout. Follow us on Facebook. Call us at 615-740-7111. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Complete Service Heat and Air is a trusted provider of top-notch heating and cooling solutions dedicated to ensuring optimal comfort and efficiency for residential and commercial spaces. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome to the GR Group at Cry Like Realtors. Our team is comprised of seasoned veterans, military spouses, and other real estate professionals with strong ties to the military community. We specialize in helping our clients buy and sell homes, as well as providing comprehensive services for commercial and land properties. Whether you're relocating to the area interested in buying or selling a home or looking for commercial or land properties, the GR Group has the expertise and resources to help you achieve your real estate goals. Contact the GR Group today. Halftime here as you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office alongside Scott Stewart, Wayne Neely saying hello. Oakland Band knocking things out. 
and you can feel the anticipation uh, from the Seagull marching band kind of brewing here. And they are an award-winning squad set to deliver a fantastic performance here at the break. And, Scott, you ran down some of the scoring. You ran down kind of how we got here. 14-7, to 7, this has been a slobber knocker of a ball game as these two, these two teams trading blows – yeah. in this big region showdown. We mentioned earlier that Riverdale is also at home tonight, and we can tell you at halftime, or at least very close to it, they are up 42 to nothing on Cane Ridge Boy, as yeah. uh, Riverdale uh, just putting a punch. And by the way, you mentioned that Battle of the Borough, Friday, October 27th, your last regular season game, Riverdale goes to Oakland. And Dang. that should, they get, Riverdale closes with at Siegel and at Oakland. That'll be yeah, how about those games? How about that? How about that for a for a town to have those kind of rivalries? Of course, Riverdale and Oakland's been a rivalry for years, uh, decades, and uh, now that we got Blackman and Siegel here, to have those those fourth and Rockville and and really Eagleville, but Rockville and Siegel and uh, Oakland, all those guys uh, to be to have those kind of crosstown rivalries where you can go and end your season against uh, Siegel and then Oakland if you're Riverdale. I, I don't know how you could I don't know how you could ask for much better than that. Uh, let me give you some numbers. There's not a lot because really to be honest with you, it's been a it's been a game of big plays uh, that have ended up scoring the touchdowns. And so your numbers aren't huge. Uh, they're just enough to get us where we are. If you want to, yeah, yeah. It. Oakland, uh, the running back for Oak for Oakland. Let me get my the uh, Hainsworth had three for three carries for fourteen yards, and uh, Jones had four carries for seven yards, and then of course Morris had four for sixty-four yards and the touchdown. Forty-six of that coming on the one run, uh, and the quarterback Creasy who came in who has not played. This is his first game back since being hurt. Hurt early in the season was two of three for for 14 yards, and so you got eight, 80, 85 rushing yards, 14 passing yards, 99 total yards for Oakland, which tells you a lot about what the Seagull de- defense has been doing more than anything. Seagull's defense has come to play tonight, and they've done a good job of holding down the Patriot attack. For the Stars, it was uh, Christian Fletcher, 11 for 39, carries for 39, uh, also carrying the ball, Owen Black. Uh, Black carried two for six. Uh, the passing, of course, we uh, lost uh, Thomas Santel on that second possession. Only the third. Really, I think he played four plays, which sounds familiar to somebody who uh, knows. Careful, big dog. Uh, to my Jets fan to my left, but uh, careful. Thomas Santel, Thomas Santel carried, uh, played four plays, and on that fourth play, he was injured, and uh, so he's out. But his court, his backup, another senior, Alcantara. Came in, and he threw four of seven for 71 yards and a touchdown. Uh, two, pa- two of those passes for 66 yards uh, to uh, to uh, Grant, Torreon Grant. So 71 passing, 45 rushing, 116 total yards for Siegel. 116 yards for Siegel, 99 yards for uh, 200 yards, a little over 200 yards between the two of them. So. We've done so many games uh, that feel – well, let's let's backtrack. Our very first game was uh, 0-0 until about five minutes left, but it was uh, right up the road here. Yeah, too, just at Laverne, Laverne, and uh, that had a lot different feel that night than this particular game did. We're seeing two really great defenses stand up and bow up tonight, but we're also uh, seeing a lot of great plays being made individually, and the coaching staffs 
uh, have done a fantastic job as well as it is 14 to 7 here. I mentioned uh, Riverdale is leading another game in the mid-state. Loretto is 6 and 0. That's down in our neck of the woods, Scott Stewart. They're yep. taking on East Hickman tonight. Uh, and East Hickman has improved. They're 3 and 3. And that is a region game as well. And Loretto was trailing in that game, but now it's 14 to 6 at halftime. All other games uh one other game, Stewart's Creek, right here in uh, Rutherford County as well, leads West Creek, the Creek battle, if you will. Right. 27 to 7. Uh, that game is at West half. Creek, another team we saw in that first game. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Laverne and West Creek. And, you know, we're in Murfreesboro. Yep. Oakland is wearing red, and Seagull's wearing blue. So you got a red and blue game going on somewhere across There's, the state. It's not the only red and blue game involving a team from Murfreesboro, as we'd what? be remiss if we didn't mention, but it is not looking so great for our Blue Raiders. Western Kentucky, those pesky hilltoppers, are leading right before halftime 23-3. to um, And I joked with you, I'm wearing my MTSU polo right now. I do have a red polo in the car. Number one, I ain't walking that far. This is a huge facility, so I'm not going to uh, expend those kind of steps at the break. But number two, I'm going to bleed blue. I was there at homecoming last week. They lost a heartbreaker to Colorado State. But, golly, you don't want to fall uh, to one and four, and you definitely don't want to lose to Western Kentucky. But that's what we're faced with at the break there. Yeah, not looking good for the Blue Raiders this year so far. As I need to find something to, to bust out of this. And right now, you know, you're playing a pretty good uh, Western Kentucky team, and you're down 20. It'll be hard to uh, hard to come back from that, but the uh, team in blue here is playing good tonight. Team in red here is playing good tonight. Uh, team in red actually is leading as well, fourteen to seven. How about that? Uh, as those games uh, are across the mid state tonight, other games including our Main Street Preps game of the week tomorrow night. Davidson Academy travels to Franklin Road Academy. Uh, these predictions uh, can all be checked out on Main Street Preps. Everybody but one is predicting FRA uh, to knock off Davidson Academy. Chris Yao says, not so fast, my friend, 28-24. He's calling for Davidson Academy to pull the upset. Mount Juliet goes to Antioch. Everybody predicting Mount Juliet to take care of Antioch there. Here's a game that will pique your interest a little bit. you got Macon County taking the trip to Smithville tomorrow night. Smith Vegas. Always I tough spent, to go I into Smith Vegas. Always tough to go into Smith Vegas and get a win, but a lot of people – our panel, uh, everybody picking Macon County, who is a really good team, to go in. Don't be surprised, though. I picked uh, Macon County as well. But don't be surprised if DeKalb County sneaks out a little something. Another big game in the mid-state, Mount Pleasant. Uh, they suffered a loss for the first time last week. But uh, they got another tough foe coming in, DCA, as Donaldson Christian will go to the Mount. And uh, that is going to be a hard-fought game. A couple of folks picking Mount Pleasant, Blaine Keller and Chris Yao, both taking Mount Pleasant. Myself and Mo Patton and uh, some others taking DCA. Wilson Central travels to Lebanon. That game is going to be a good one. Big, you talk about a rivalry, inter-county rivalry, cross-city rivalry, whatever you want to call it. That's a knockdown drag out right there. And, you know, it just dawned on me. Even Justin Kulik was talking about it. It, You you are exactly right, by the way. And it kind of just dawned on me, as big of a game as that is and as big of a spectacle as the Wilson County Fair is, they need to find a way to just play that game like at the fairgrounds. Yeah, kind of be like the Texas-Oklahoma game. Yeah, just just have it right there at the fair every year. Yeah. Everybody is predicting Lebanon 
uh, to knock off Wilson Central. Justin Kulik says, thank you for that prediction well, you there. You know, Lebanon played Watertown, and there's a little bit of Watertown connection for us because Giles County plays Watertown tomorrow. That's where Wade will be tomorrow evening. But, you know, Lebanon, do you realize that Lebanon and Watertown, what are they, 20 minutes apart, something like that? They had, they didn't play since 1960-something. It was like the first time they played since 19. I was listening to I was listening to our Main Street media guys up there in Wilson County uh, talking about it, and it's a that's a it's, it's interesting to me that those two teams can be that far apart. And what and if I remember right, and they'll and they'll probably get mad at me if I get it wrong, but Watertown beat Lebanon in 1960 something, and pretty much wouldn't wouldn't <laughs> agree to the contract to uh, play anymore. And now, don't anybody hold me that. I'm, I'm remembering that from two weeks ago, and I can't hardly remember what I did this morning. So you guys will have to uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm, there's, there is some correctness in that. Let me say it that way. <laughs> now, take this for what it's worth, but if you go to the – bear with me, folks. But if you go to the Alabama High School Football Database, right. they actually have a pretty good database for Tennessee. Watertown and Lebanon had not met since 1964 – it was uh, played at Lafayette, and it was the Industrial Bowl, they called it. Watertown knocks them off 9-7. to seven. And, won't play, and haven't played them since until <laughs> till last Friday night. And Lebanon, uh, and, uh, Lebanon wiped the field up with them. But that's, that's neither here nor there. It's just the interesting fact that they really wouldn't play them. And they even talked about the old coaches and how the, the, their attitudes towards uh, You ought to go back. It's, it's on MSM television because that's where I watched it. So if you've got MSM TV, or you can go to the uh, to the uh, Wilson County Post website or uh, Facebook page, it's on there. I'm telling you, you can go watch that interview with the with the Lebanon head coach. Uh, our good buddy Mo Patton would would love this too because uh, sometimes we just love good old fashioned pettiness, and that is well, just yes, that I, is just a, that is like there's, a classic high school football oh, story yeah, right there's, there. There's nothing better than a petty football uh, rivalry. Are you kidding me? Since 1967, but Lebanon finally got its revenge. 64, beg pardon, <laughs> uh, gets its revenge. Other quick games before we get back into second half action here. Hillsboro travels to Nolansville. Everybody predicted Nolansville to knock off uh, Hillsboro. Uh, Dixon County goes up uh, the road to Rossview. Everybody's predicting Rossview. A lot of uh, unanimous predictions this week. Scott, it's all about the bees. The bees. The Upperman bees are traveling to Smith County. Lone man. I've got a bee hat in the back of my car. Lone you man. That? That's that's a different kind of bee different, ever. Feel. Different team, but I've got a I've got me. You some may bees. have to represent. Chris Yao is the only one predicting Smith County. Twenty-one twenty though he predicts a squeaker. Everybody else is taking the Upperman bees. Final few games. Hendersonville is at Springfield. Everybody taking Hendersonville in that one. And then this one is going to tickle your fancy, and it's divisive. Station camp goes to White House, and it's basically 50-50 in the predictions. Right. White House, you know, had a pretty good season going. They went up, they got down to Mar- uh, Marshall County and got slammed. But they've been able to recoup. White House got a pretty good team this year. I, uh, Blue BDP, baby. Blue Devil Pride. They're my second team. Uh, well, my third team. Giles County, Richland, and White House. All three places where I've lived. Of course, I've lived in Murfreesboro, too. So uh, some of these Murfreesboro teams, Riverdale and Oakland, would be on my list as well. And, but, uh, and w- I knew BDP, baby. I knew I could not uh, be in the office with you all week if I had gone against the Blue Devils, so I picked White Thank House you. 21 to 13. Yeah, yeah we as might have had to have a talk. Oakland has uh, lined up for the second half kickoff. That wraps up a wild halftime show, uh, but a lot of fun here as it's 14 to 7. We gave you and this a lot goes of- into the end zone for the touchback. We gave partner. you a lot of very good. Partially tr- correct information. 
<laughs> yes, that that is that is about as well said as we can get. As Oakland has booted it into the end zone. Again, fourteen to seven. This game got started. Oakland had the ball first. They were forced to punt. Siegel lines up, promptly throws a pick six on their very first play. And then Santel was injured on the ensuing offensive drive. Uh, Siegel comes down, eventually makes it 7-7 after a nice touchdown catch from Grant. But then Oakland bounces to the outside for a long touchdown, 14-7. First play of the second half, and it's a give to the right. And a potential face mask there, but play on, says our official. Trey Johnson with a good tackle from the linebacker position. Minimal gain there for the Stars. Fletcher running hard. He's, he's had most of his success up the middle. They're trying to run him off tackle a little bit now, and it's just not going as well. I'd like to see him, you know, the, the, uh, Murfreesboro's gone to this 3-4, three, 3-down lineman. I'd like to see him run up the middle a little bit more. A little bit of a wobbly snap, but finally into the hands of the Seagull backup quarterback, A.J. Kachara, and he fires one a long throw across the field, kind of a long handoff, if you will, and it's brought in, but a very minimal gain. That long throw allowed Oakland to fly to the football, and it'll be third and about six after they spotted here. You got it out to Grant. Only got a couple of yards out of that. The only thing you're wondering is Siegel has not, other than the long touchdown, exploded for any big plays tonight. Get the feeling they might need one to really get back in this game, 14-7. to seven. Oakland bringing a lot of pressure. Kachara throws off oh his back foot and nearly hauling it in. That's a connection that they have not been able to make with the uh, tight end, and he has been absolutely wide open. As wide, I think as wide open as, as anybody I've seen in a long time. They're not covering him, but they have not been able to make that connection, and that's got to be frustrating. The pressure forced Kachara to throw off his back foot and you kind of almost thought it was a screen the way it looked like that, but it was not a designed uh, screenplay. And Watson was unable to haul it in. He was kind of falling to his backside there. And so the punt unit comes out. Good stand defensively for Oakland. Yep. They've uh, they really kind of they've, they've gotten really close to blocking that thing a couple times too. That rugby kick, and it bounces at the 39. It is picked up Ooh, by the Patriots running. With a full head of speed toward the Oakland sideline is Dewan Morris, who has the long touchdown tonight, but he is bottled up. Good coverage there from the Seagull special teams unit. I'll tell you, we don't know. I don't think Seagull, and I didn't get the guy's number over on that far side, but somebody got over on far enough to turn that man, to turn uh, Morris back up, or else he was, he was about to be in the house. I'm just telling you, I, don't, I didn't get the guy's number, but that's the only reason that he didn't house that thing was one man turned him back. Good containment on the edge there. Oakland's had a revolving door at quarterback at times tonight as well. Looks like Creasy will come back in and a give right up the gut off the right tackle and big yardage nearly popping free was Jones, Ashton Jones, the senior. Outside of the long touchdown run from Morris a moment ago, that's the longest run of the night for Oakland. They pick up about 12, maybe 13 yards perhaps on that. Right, and he's been frustrated all night too, so it's good to see him uh, see Jones break free because he's been really frustrated on the, on the ground tonight. So now beyond midfield, 
Oakland has owned the field possession battle all night. Oh, yeah. And now they give to the left. And a good job of Morris of stopping and cutting up field. We mentioned Morris transferring in from Red Bank, who was a 4A powerhouse. Oakland lost one of its expected top returners at tailback just weeks before the season. And then in the blink of an eye, they found Morris, who was willing to fill in that role. He picks up a couple of yards here. They'll snap it from the Seagull 40. 14-7 is your score here in the third. And this time scattered out beautifully by the Stars. And coming up and making the tackle at the end of that was Kale Harrison. Oakland's got a lot of beef up front, but Seagull's line is playing very well defensively tonight. They have. They they inspired if you ask me yeah i mean i, I that's that's the that's the word i look for because they have they've been up against it and still have, have just maintained uh integrity all across the all across the formation the defensive formation 14 to 7 is your score little kind of a slow developing run almost a draw type run here and if you're a seagull fan this is not great because morris is Starting to Getting, yeah, it's starting to bit. get a little mojo here. He's out to the 30 for a fresh set of downs. Yeah, and this is when you get somebody like that that can punch it up the middle and you're having a hard time getting him down, this is where you're in danger of something happening. Like, you got, look, you got Marson, they'll slide over here on the left. Uh, something, something crazy can happen to you right about here. Yep, and they bring him in motion. He's purely as a decoy as they give on the dive up the middle. The offensive line for Oakland has come out with a completely different attitude they are blowing them off the ball three or four yards every play right now and one of the guys pushing everybody's big Caden Mao. Caden's a junior he's got offers or looks from Tennessee Cincinnati Memphis yeah he is moving some folks on the offensive line it's a completely different look I mean before Siegel was was in the backfield half the time and right now they're getting blown off the ball completely Deuce Hewitt who's going to Liberty, he comes in motion here from the left to the right, and now a give to the right. Oh, my, slicing and dicing. Like a little jello back there. He's hard to get a hold of as <laughs> Jones, man. Right. Jones didn't move but about two or three yards, but he eluded one or two defenders in that little confined space. He picks up a fresh set of downs. This is the best drive maybe to start to finish from Oakland all night. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, they everything's been uh, – really on two plays for them, but uh, I don't know what was said at halftime, but the offensive line is playing a lot better. I can promise you that. Ooh. Give up the middle hat on a hat, and it's Siegel leading the charge. It's number 54 on that tackle. Good stop there from Ward. That's Colby Ward laying the wood. Also, Andrew Varner kind of in at the tail end of that tackle there. Maybe a small loss on the play, second and one. You saw some stunt action. That's the reason Siegel yep. was able to get into the backfield on that. And uh, but until that play right there, the the, off, the line line of scrimmage have been commanded by uh, Oakland here in the second half so far. Deuce you at the tight end again in motion. H-back, I should say, as he – oh, my goodness. Paves away on the right Morris. side. I thought that play was going for only a yard or two, but Morris just did a great job of churning his legs and getting down to about the six-yard line. Never gave up on the play, and that is a great tote for Dewan Morris. He's a junior, and they are really high on this kid. 
in his first season at Oakland. Eight plays so far, Wade, on this drive. It's been a methodical running play, running play, running play right down the middle, down to the six at this point. Third and three. Trap play to the right. Yep, walking in untouched. Unfortunate there for Siegel as uh, they played so well in the first half, but Oakland kind of restores a little sense of order perhaps. Second rushing touchdown of the night for Morris. This one coming in from about six yards out. And the Patriots have their largest lead of the night. It is 20-7, to 6.36 remaining here in the third quarter. Nine plays, 56 yards. Get you some time here in just a minute. That's a, that's a depressive drive right there. Yep, that is a – So actually right at four minutes. That is big boy football at his finest right there. So now Siegel backs against the wall. With a backup quarterback now trailing by two touchdowns. And we'll get a look at the offense when we come back right after this. 21-7, your new score. We are back in 30 seconds as we listen to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Thank you, Scott. As we welcome you back in, you're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, reminding you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Siegel was three and out on its opening possession of the third quarter, and the Patriots rattled off a very impressive drive. 6.36 to go in the third. They lead it 21-7. to Yeah, that could be a backbreaker. Siegel, you know, obviously the, court, the uh, backup quarterback has come in and played really good, but it's uh, it's not the start quarterback who, like I said, really the majority of the offense ran through his legs and his arm. So it's um, yeah, it's do or die on this drive right here, Wade. Siegel's gonna have to move the ball at the very least because they, I think, the last two or three possessions have been three and out. They really got to get get something going offensively. Can the stars? Get something moving on the offensive side of the ball. They've kind of sputtered their last couple of drives here. Backs against the wall. They fake the pass and a nice little draw play there. Out to the 25-yard uh, line, 26 now. Six-yard carry. Yeah, Fletcher's been Fletcher's been great in on their offense, and he's, he's averaging five, six yards a carry, so they need to just stick with him. You gave his uh, halftime stats, and it's one of those classic stat lines where you're saying, wow, that's all he got because he has been running hard all night long. He has rattled off five or six yards just about every time they run him right up the middle like that. And they go down to the left. Oh, flying to the ball and making a big-time stop for the Patriots. Stopping the talented Fletcher dead in his tracks that's the junior Caleb Ellison both teams have done a great job at gang tackling tonight that was one of the rare solo 
dolo type tackles there. Every time they try to go off tackle, though, he gets he gets eat up. He just obvious passing down, and Kachara has to just dump it. Oakland has really cranked up the defensive pressure on passing downs, and uh, tight end Watson, who has been open on several attempts tonight, he was covered up there. It's incomplete. And another three and out for the Stars. 5.25 to go here in the third. Yeah, this that's the last thing. I said that when they started this drive. Really, the last thing they could really afford to do was, was go three and out again. And, and now, they're, now they're just putting their defense back out there. And their defense, as we saw last time, is starting to feel, feel the uh, effects of having, the, having these uh, big Oakland kids leaning on them for most of this game so far. The Patriots coming in, one loss on the season to a high-profile squad out of Indiana. Punt is away, and Siegel will down it at the 38, or excuse me, the 42. And again, I mentioned you need a big play. I was thinking offensively, but now it's maybe time you're thinking your defense. Siegel did have a takeaway briefly in the first half before they reversed the call. Man, a turnover oh, yeah, would do wonders for the stars here. We never did talk a whole lot more about that play. That would have made a world of difference in this ball game. But yeah, that, Both then and now, you're yeah, right. right. exactly. Game kind of. Slipping through the fingertips here. And now Oakland, oh my, busting into the second level. Foot race, 20, 15, end zone. 58 yards. Stabbing across the finish line is DeWan Moore, a shot out of a cannon. Made one man miss right in the hole. And then it was a foot race running right between the hashes for a quick strike. His third touchdown of the night, and the Patriots in the blink of an eye have opened this game up. It is 27-7 with five minutes to go here in the third. Yeah, what was a battle to start this first half of this ball of the, of the night has really turned into what a lot of people expected coming in here. Oakland has just taken control. And the difference is, Wade, the offensive line, they did not play this well in the first half at all, anywhere near it. And I don't know what they said. I don't know what they did. But they brought that offensive line back out here in the second half, and they have taken over this ball game. Oakland boots the PAT and pushes it. It's 28-7 to late in the third. Scott and I are back right after this. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're gonna take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710, or visit them at moxieservices.com. Welcome back, folks, alongside Scott Stewart, our producer, the great one, Justin Kulik. Man, Scott, not only uh, is Oakland pouring it on the scoreboard, these kickoffs are getting deeper and deeper. I know. As uh, Siegel fields it, first at the maybe the goal line, then deeper, and then deeper. Now this one was about seven or eight yards deep. 
Might as well be the same. Yeah. As long as it gets right. in his zone, is 20, which is where Siegel pretty much started from. Best, best start position they've had tonight, starting to yard line. That They scored a touchdown on that drive. They Their last three possessions have been three and outs, and Siegel is in dire need of – of something good to happen. They really need something good to happen. And Oakland's playing downhill on them right now. Patriots have come to play here in the second half. And, again, if you're just joining us, second drive of the game offensively. First drive ended with a pick six. And then Santel, the star quarterback for the Seagull Stars, goes out with an injury. He is out for the duration and maybe the likely the foreseeable future but they fought back got it to seven to seven but it's been oakland ever since give up the middle right into the teeth good tackle there by dre oldham the junior d lineman and even the kind of creativity the stars had offensively has kind of gone by the wayside a little bit here they're really timid offensively at the moment yeah yeah just i mean i just you just got to realize Wade, that you can't lose what Santel brought to your team and, and be able to consistently move the ball like you would, especially against Oakland. I mean, of all teams, I mean, you you had to hope for some good fortune to come your way, and it just really hasn't. They, they've earned everything that they've got. No, there's no doubt. As this is dumped in the flat, in and out of the hands of an intended receiver, Inslee was the target. Pretty good coverage there by the Patriots, and everybody was kind of standing around. Siegel briefly thought about going for it. Now they're going to send the punt unit out. Schofield, I would say kind of waving the white flag here, but down in distance, fourth and three at your own 27. I can make the argument for maybe rolling the dice there, but they're going to punt and see if they can get a stop defensively. If you're just joining us, uh, Siegel's defense was fantastic in the first half outside of one busted play. They continue to get closer and closer to blocking this kick. Even on the rugby attempt, the kick is not getting away. It's inches at best from being blocked every kick. And the ball will scoot out of bounds at the 49. And uh, the Oakland, and Oakland yeah. zone 49. And as bad as... Seagulls' field position has been Oakland's has been, has been just the opposite. They've pretty much been at half midfield the whole game. Inside, uh, between their 40, and their own 40 and, and in from there, really, to be honest with you. And their 40 and the 50, they were right at midfield all night. Seagull kind of stacking the box here, creeping closer. Oakland's like, you know what? We've been running the ball. We're not going to stop now. And nice little carry for your backup back. That's Hainsworth. Hainsworth, a more, he kind of runs very vertically. And he was upended there. Good little tackle from Harrison. Seagulls, and man, they just definitely, if you could get a turnover somehow, you could maybe think about crawling back in this game. But. They're going to need a lucky break at this juncture with 3.07 to go here in the third. Yes, sir. 
trying to keep some stats. Wait. Play fake. They will throw for it. Kind of just because why not. And now Oakland's running back toward the original line of scrimmage. The play will lose about a yard. They tossed it in the uh, slot. It was complete. I think that was to Morris out there. Morris actually ran back toward the line, and the quarterback, uh, Creasy, was there. And Morris thought about lateraling it briefly. <laughs> I mean briefly, though, but uh, he ends up eating the ball, and that's probably a smart decision. Yeah, no gain, maybe a loss on the play of a couple of yards. It's third down now and about three for, for Oakland inside the 45-yard line of Siegel. 2.11 to go. Uh, this is Freeman now, the backup. He fires one toward the sideline. Bandy has to fall to his knees, but he does make the catch, and it is enough for the first down. Needed only three yards, and he pushes it out to the 37. We've got about seven. Yeah, about a seven-yard pickup. And Siegel just afraid of the big play there, and Bandy just ran a curl route and came back to it. Just when I said Oakland's just flexing his muscle running the ball, they've now completed a couple passes. They're going to throw for it here. Here's Creasy. Firing one. Is complete on that far sideline. Bandy, the junior wideout, hauling it in. And we've seen, what do you think this means? Uh, we're seeing Creasy getting a lot of reps here. Again, if you're just tuning in, he was injured in game number two. He's his first action. Uh, you developed I, a great backup, if nothing else, in Freeman, but both quarterbacks have played very well tonight throwing the ball. I think it means that you got, you're got you trying to work your starter back in, and you want to give them both reps. Minute 38 to go there. Play faking, now tossing it toward that sideline to Morris, who hauls it in and immediately turns on the Jets and gets out to around the 16. They're going kind of old school uh, Florida Gators Spurrier style where they're rotating every play almost, exactly which is kind right. of uh, fun to watch. Kind of maddening as a broadcaster, but it's uh, fun to watch. I don't know that a, uh, I don't know that in a game, a tightly contested game, they'd be doing this, but I think it's a great opportunity for them to work crazy back in. Second and two, give up the middle, eluding the first wave of defenders, and. Brought down is Ashton Jones. Man, Oakland, they've got great beef up front. They got Jones. They got Hainsworth. You got Morris, obviously. They're fun to watch. They're explosive. And we know Siegel, obviously, is explosive, too. It's very unfortunate, as you mentioned, that with the quarterback injury. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, Just take that for, that for Santel and... And just, hey, you really you wanted to see Siegel hang in this game and, and make it a little closer just because of how hard they played that first half. Give up the middle here. A couple of yards. Going to get you a score or two of interest when we get the fourth quarter underway here in a moment. Oakland does not really have to snap it again. And they're huddling up, slowly coming to the line. That might take us to the fourth. And there it is. So we go to the fourth quarter, 28-7. to Oakland puts a couple of nice touchdown drives together, and Siegel's offense is sputtering. Patriots with a big lead as we kick off the fourth quarter. Right after this, you're listening to Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Back in 60 seconds. 
Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Let's visit with Laura from Moxie Pest Control. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, our, our mission to our customers is to always improve the quality of life. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Call Moxie Pest Control at 615-469-5710. That's 615-469-5710. Or visit them at moxieservices.com. We welcome you back, folks. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Thank you so much to our staff here at Seagull High School, including our main man, Chad Fields, holding it down here in the press box, taking care of us. Everybody, both both teams, really, and not just tonight, but all season long, has been uh, very gracious to us. Had an amazing 25-yard field goal there at halftime. Yeah, there was a kick for cash, $100 winner, giving out a high snap. And Siegel doesn't give up on the play. Siegel got it. And looks like the Stars have recovered, and they know the Patriots somehow. I don't know how Morris got to that ball. That's the second time tonight that Morris has been in at the Wildcat, and it's the second time tonight there's been a bad snap. And... Siegel hasn't been able to recover either one, unfortunately. And yeah, I'm like you. I thought Siegel for sure picked that up. And Morris, he's so explosive. He's not really thinking. I want to get possession. He's thinking, how can I pick this up and score? Of course, nobody's raising Kane down Siegel sideline, which is pretty indication, pretty good indication that. From our yeah, from our angle, it didn't look. From this perspective, it definitely looked rough. It looked like it was a Siegel ball, but. Oakland leads 28-7. to seven. We were tied at 7 once upon a time. And now we got a reverse. Giving back to Morris, running to the left. And suddenly so he develops hard. a couple of blockers. Oh, my. That's just adding insult to injury. Morris. Right. Wow. A give to the right. Morris on a reverse to the left. And then out of nowhere, there were two or three hog mollies just blocking downfield for him. He probably could have done it by himself. Not when you got the beef behind him. That is the fourth right. rushing touchdown of the night for Dewan Morris, and the junior puts Oakland ahead, thirty-four to seven. That's uh, that that that's just unfair. <laughs> it's all that is. Woo. Three is that his third or his fourth? That's his fourth touchdown. Uh, four touchdowns now. Nine carries for one one forty-four and four touchdowns, and part of that one forty-four was that negative fifteen on the fumble. Or else he'd be over 150. Um, wow! The, to watch him move in traffic is—he's uh, one of the more impressive backs we've seen so far. Wade, we've seen some pretty good ones. Don't get me wrong—we've been—you know—we saw CPA play. We've seen some good football players, some good running backs. The guy, the the both the running backs at uh, Lawson, James Lawson, and uh, Stratford that we saw. We're great running backs, but this kid moves really well. He's moving in traffic. He's he's leaving people 
grabbing air uh, inside the hashes there. It's pretty good, pretty uh, impressive stuff. Patriots extend their lead, 35 to seven. Dwan Morris, Jr., officially listed as a wide receiver, but he's really a playmaker. Is what he is. Got interest from Colorado, Duke, East, uh, Eastern Kentucky, Chattanooga, and Austin P. Let me guess. Siegel starts at the 20. You know, yes. yes. <laughs> right when you were saying that, it looked for just a moment like the kicker, Taylor, was going to hitch and try and just pin him at the five and see what happens. But why not just kick it deep every time? He is he has been at least midway through the end zone on every kick, including that last one. Next week, we're in Williamson County. Thursday night preps, uh, Thursday night game of the week coverage on Main Street Radio, presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. We are at Franklin, where Franklin will host Ravenwood. And that's one of those games that. On paper, you're saying, all right, this is a big-time Ravenwood win, but see if Franklin can pull something together. A lot of pressure here, and oh, my, Kachara is upended. And as much pressure as Oakland has gotten tonight, Kachara's done a fantastic job of getting rid of the football. He avoids the sack somehow, some way there. He held on to that one a little bit longer than he has been, and he almost ate it. Uh, he was able to get rid of it and throw it towards Grant. Uh, you know, it's great to have a, a weapon like Grant, but if you can't get the ball, hold the ball long enough to get it to him, then it's difficult to uh, to utilize it. And to make matters worse, he went for a little ride at the end of that play. And the yeah. last thing you want is your backup quarterback to get injured. Exactly. 11 minutes, 10 seconds remaining in this contest. Kachara now dropped, firing. Gorgeous deep ball, but about 10 yards beyond his intended target. Uh-oh. Somebody's helmet's got knocked off. Little first bit of chippiness for either side tonight. Caleb Payne lost his war bonnet there. And luckily, cooler heads have prevailed. I was, I'm at the verge or uh, risk, I should say, of jinxing this, but this is a very cleanly played ball game. Not a lot of penalties for either team. Which is a far cry from uh, some of our previous contests. Maybe two flags tops, I think. I can't can't remember much more than two. Oakland had a hold in the first half, had a false start. Well, maybe three or four. But not many, yeah, no more than that. Four wideouts, shotgun package here. Patting the ball, Kachara. First read, not there. Second read, not there. Fleeing, fleeing, finding. And... They are still battling for the ball, but it's Watson coming up with it. Finally, Watson makes the grab, the tight end. He hauled it in, and he was locked in a battle with Tut. And they literally were fighting for the ball for two yards, finally out of bounds, and Watson ultimately ends up with possession. They finally made that connection. That connection could have made a lot of different – Seagull's going to look back at this game and think there's a lot of different plays that could have made a difference in this game. Uh, that fumble that was back inside the 10-yard line, the couple of times that they've had the uh, tight end, Watson open, and he's not been able to haul it in. Uh, you know, just some plays like that. And, of course, obviously not throwing a pick six. 
not giving up the big plays, uh, you know, they're going to look back and realize, although they're playing a really good team, don't get me wrong, and there's been a penalty called as we you, – you caused this way, by the way. You know that. Right? I, I told you just a moment ago, I said, I know I'm risking jinxing this here, but here we are. And it's I call point. him a tight end. He, he kind of plays more in the slot. Yeah. He's definitely built more like a slot receiver. Yeah. But he's, he's moonlighted at tight end. Watson is – he's been open a lot tonight. They go back to the ground. And I think that's a new ball carrier here. Oakland coming up making the stop. Trey Johnson, the senior linebacker, comes out of the pile, kind of flexing there. As that's the first – uh, second or third tote for Owen Black, the senior, tonight. Ten and a half to go. It's 35 to 7. Trips to the right. And Oakland's bringing pressure. Looking and extending. Incomplete. Overthrown. I tell you what, Kachar and Watson. They can just get that chemistry tweet. They've had some great looks. Charles got a great arm. Yeah, he's, like I said, he is a senior. He is the backup quarterback, but he's a senior. Got a really good arm. Touch, the touch isn't there because he's just not used to being in the game type, game type situations, right? But uh, yeah, I mean, you put him out here in a couple of weeks, and he's going to be he's going to be a lot better just because he's going to have all the reps, all the game time reps. And this pass is fired toward the sideline and is caught. Good cra- uh, grab for Grant there. And is that going to move the chains? Yep. Yeah, it will. Good Once again, there. all these passes that we talk about, Grant Kitchen, he's going up the ladder to get these things. I mean, he's his vertical is about two and a half, three feet, looks like. And he's going up getting them tall. Give goes to... The backup tailback, Black, he's brought down in the backfield. And a good stop there by Quentin Norfolk, who's had a really good game for Oakland. Siegel is – both these teams are on bye week, and that's a great point with Kachar in as the backup now. Yeah. Depending on, you know, most uh, – hold for the snap here on second and nine. Now they're going to get to play from the sideline here. Kachara, deep drop, oh, loading, got, got a man, oh. but that one's intercepted. Waited too late. Thrown into double coverage, fourth or fifth time tonight. That time Oakland burns them. They've already returned one for a touchdown tonight. And this one Uh-oh. is returned out to the 47. We're about to get penalties over on the sideline. Yeah, there was a huge Donnybrook developing on that far sideline. And, you know, it's unfortunate because it was Caleb Payne you know, bad stuff always happens on interception returns. Yes. Uh, you got people looking for vicious hits. They usually don't get a chance to give them. And Payne got his helmet ripped off a minute ago, and he grabbed somebody's remote and said, you know what, I'm going to get mine. Yeah, he did. I'm going to get mine. <laughs> and he did. And he comes straight to the sideline like, you know what, I did. But And, yeah, they're so they're at the 40. The ball, uh, the ball is down there just short of the 40. There's going to be about a 15-yard, at least one 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty coming up right here. Personal foul, actually, against Siegel. It's going to move it inside the 50-yard line. 
I just love that because oh yeah, he got it. Like I said, it was a hundred percent a payback. He's like, you rip mine off, I'm gonna rip yours off. I'm coming to get it. And uh, and even even as kind of crazy and violent as that looked over there, it was. Almost it was. You can almost understand. It was very movie. little civil. Had a bit of civility about it. So, <laughs> was just getting ready to point out we're in, at Franklin next week. Uh, both these teams are on bye with fall break, and with teams as powerful and as competitive as this, you're going to treat that as just any other practice week. So, Kachar will get a chance to kind of really get familiar with the offense. Assuming he's going to need it, of course. We're not going. We're not doctors. We didn't see what happened, but we we think that that's probably what's going to be the case, right? Yep, Haynesworth running hard to the right. His helmet comes off. That was inadvertent, however. War bonnets everywhere, Wade. They are flying, buddy. And that one popped off. Oakland uh, will host Coffee County. And Coffee County is one in five, so Oakland should pull back another nice win there. And then Seagull's got a tough game at Beach. On Friday the thirteenth. That's not a region game. Not a region game, and then you close with Riverdale and Rockvale. So both of these squads closing out the final eight and a half minutes here. A little end around. And no one ever finally catching up to Jones, who's still your starting tailback. He's still in there running hard. 35 to 7. He picks up first down yardage. Got him sealed off on that left side to the wide side of the field. He, ran, he was able to chase his way all the way to the 12 before knockout of man. Big games all across the mid state tomorrow, folks. Starting to build some. Uh, Playoff scenarios is what we're doing. That's always one of my favorite times is when the, that first week when TSSAA pops that little link on the website where you can check out the official right. playoff scenarios. Give up the middle. Hainsworth, again, he runs vertically, and he's just marching his feet, chopping up yardage and rumbling in from 26 yards out. He never really got above third gear right there, but he didn't have to. There was a huge hole, and he was off to the races. As Avery yards. Hainsworth rumbles in and is going to make this game 41, potentially 42-7, to seven, which is the second week in a row, the CPA versus BGA game we did. This game was, and this one even more so, is really hanging into balance into the second half. Right. But the final score is going to be very deceiving here tonight. It's going to be deceiving as the way it looked to start off with, that's for sure. Uh, it looked... Siegel came out played, as I, I think I call it, inspired football. They came out on the defensive side of the ball. They were able to uh, do some things that disrupted Oakland's offense. Uh, they didn't have the opportunity to take advantage of what they were able to do defensively because their offense struggled due to the fact that their that their uh, quarter their main quarterback went down. Nothing against the kid that came in behind him. Nothing against Chikara, but uh, he's not. Santel, right? And so, uh, you know, second half, something happened in that locker room for Oakland that these kids came out with a different attitude. Almost looked like a different team, to be honest. I think it started in the trenches. Remember that first half? We saw, we commented several times about the surge on offense in particular for Siegel up front. But 
the defensive line showing up for Oakland and then the O-line paving the way. Absolutely. They, the, I mean, they've given, uh, what, three, four, four rushing touchdowns now uh, in the second half. Yep. You know, tells you all you need to know right there. This is going to be a 12th straight win. That was not going in the end zone. This right? will flicker. Oh, it did, just barely. And the ret- <laughs> return man for as Inslee. Inslee kind of looked at, and you see this a lot, uh, when it gets fielded right at the goal line, the uh, return man looks at the ref like, come on, man, you had to blow the whistle. Yeah. You could have just acted like it didn't get off in there. And it would have... Uh, He'd be within his rights as we get ready to close this one out here. Scott, you and I head back south after this as Giles County and Richland. Those are our normal coverage schools. Yep. Big showdown. Low snap here, Siegel. And they fall on it. You want to talk about a big region game tomorrow night. The Richland Raiders... Winner, winner pretty much takes second down, or takes second, don't they? Yeah, Richland. Collinwood and Richland, yeah. Richland is hosting Collinwood tomorrow night. And if you want to, if, you if you're a fan of high school football and you just want some good small-town Americana, a little slice of pie homecoming there, too. homecoming, Richland's hosting Collinwood. Collinwood is sitting there at 4-1. and one. They're 2-0 and oh in that region. Richland's 3-3. Three and three. They're 2-1. and one. Throw over the middle, caught by Watson. Watson, man, this kid has been special all night long for the Stars. And when they finally have been able to link up, it's been for big chunk plays. He hauls that in and he on a little square in. About 20 yards on that. That's that's kind of, that was kind of what I had seen as part of their off a big part of their offense. In my research, was that same throw to him? Throw over the middle, pump fake. Oh, it's intercepted. Undercutting and picking that one off. And down the sideline. And second interception of the half. Be careful on those interceptions. Emotions get uh, get high on those interceptions, don't they? Yeah, we got people head hunting on uh, on those there. So second interception of the second half. Hope I said that right for Kachara there. Third interception overall for the Patriots this evening. Game started with a pick six. Seagulls defense setting the tone. Got a punt, and then backed up near their own end zone. Threw a pick six. Third. INT of the night. Clock is rolling here. Final 540 remaining. Toss to the right. Some of the baby Patriots out here. And there's another helmet that has come off. And that's King, uh, King the senior, on the tote there. That's Kajaya King. You know, you and I were just talking how we cover single A, 3A. Granted, they're really good programs. They're still single yeah. A. They're still th- uh, 3A. We're seeing Oakland uh, with really impressive, and Siegel for that matter too, with really impressive second and third string players. Kachara would start for a, a, a wide variety of teams at quarterback, and he's the backup here for Siegel. I know, right, yeah. 
This is a give up the middle. Look out off to the races on that left side. Jones goes scampering into the end zone. About a 20-yard rumble. That is Jones's 11th touchdown on the ground this season. Yep. Had 10 coming into tonight. Morris had 11 coming into tonight. You see why Oakland is as as, as uh, highly rated as as they are, and uh, you know, like I say, Wade, I, the difference between both these teams between the first half and second half has been amazing to me. I think the biggest part of it is that Oakland. I don't know if you want to call it woke up or got fired up or whatever. They they came out a really di- literally a different team in the second half. Sometimes the coaches will tell you, we just had to light a fire on them, had to challenge them a little bit. They, yeah. Well, they, whatever they did, they need to hang, they need to bottle that up and take it with them wherever they go because uh, this, I tell you, of the teams that we've seen play, sure would like to put this team in CPA out. Ooh, mama, I was reading your mind right there because that would be a big-time clash yeah. between the best in uh, D1 and the best in D2. Final timeout. We're going to take a 30-second break. It's 49-7. to 7. You're listening to Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week coverage presented by Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Just under five minutes remaining. Oakland adding another touchdown, 49-7. to When you get online later tonight or check out the next edition of the Murfreesboro Post, you're going to see this score. Say, man, well, that was easy for Oakland. And it was in the second half. Uh, it was a virtual stalemate, maybe even a slight edge, dare I say, to Siegel in the first half. I agree. But the second one has gotten away. Siegel's been down their star quarterback virtually the entire game with injury. And we were tied 7-7. Morris broke off the 46-yarder. That made it 14-7. And uh, Siegel played toe-to-toe with a really good Oakland team that whole first half. Uh, and you just hope that this uh, loss that, right? yeah, this loss doesn't derail. It's their third, third loss in a row, too. It's kind of, you know, you got to be careful. You don't want to see, you see a, a good team. And Siegel's a... A good team, you don't want to see them lose their confidence. Kachar remains in at quarterback, and he turns and gives. And I think we still got Fletcher in there. No, that's no, it's 20, backup. 25. That's Watson. He's a little too tall to be Fletcher. Yeah, you're right about that. Watson taking a carry out of the backfield. No, Second and 12. Watson either. Not 20, but it's 35. 35, excuse me. That was Caden Thompson. Even the press box officials here were a little confused. Thompson running to his left here. He's brought down at around the 22. Oakland's going to win this game in a big fashion tonight. They're going to go to 19-4 and in the all-time series. Siegel's last win... They made them count, though, Scott. 2012, 
That might have been during the Brent Stocksteel era, as uh, they beat them not once but twice that year. Got them right. in the playoffs. It's always fun or a treat when you can meet that rival in the postseason again. Rolling out here on third nine, Kachar with his best protection of the night, and he launches one deep, and it's intercepted. Another pick. That's the fourth of fifth. the evening. Is it the fifth? I think that's four here in the second half, isn't it? I may be wrong. Don't, don't I think, yeah, I think we had that first one from uh, Santel, and then we had – I think you're right. I've, I've kind of lost count. I'm getting a little <laughs> delirious here. I blame it on the full moon tonight. Uh, yeah, well, it's a beautiful one. As Oakland takes over and we are moments away, I will say this. Just from the eye test, it looks like some of the baby Patriots are definitely in the game now. Uh, yes. We've got the youngsters out there. The sophomore – Freeman is is out there, but he you know he he's, is he yeah. is a baby patriot. William Millsap, also a sophomore, he's in. He goes in motion, setting up to block. I think he was blocking for Smotherman. That's Brian Smotherland. Smotherman, I should say, a backup back there. Siegel substituting in. Here comes your boy, Jojo Harris, number fifty nine. That's a good good old football name there. I know Producer Kulik's going to be excited about that one. Joe, Joe. Again, folks, next week we like are. his taters on <laughs> Hey, you can go to that. Uh, was it Dixon <laughs> the County Tater, Tater Shack. Shack, my friend? I'm going to that next time I'm in Dixon. I'm telling we you. are stopping. Me, you, and or Chris Yow and Mo Patton are going to all check it out. Toss play to the right. Ooh, good ahead of steam. That's Kenny, Kenny Gregory. And he's a little slow to get up. He lost his helmet at the end of the play. You know, there's been so much in the uh, media and on social media about the officials and the knee pads this year. After watching the tape tonight, we're going to say, we don't got a knee pad issue. we got to make sure these helmets are locked on a little tighter. That's a <laughs> fifth or sixth one we've lost tonight. And only one has been intentional, I think. I know, right. Final snap or two, 49-7. Oakland is going to come in and get a big win here tonight. If you've been with us, this was a lot closer ball game. 14-7 at the break. And there's a tote for the young tailback, Millsap. And that might be our final carry. It'll be fourth down. I don't think Oakland's going to take another snap. They won't. Scott Stewart, that is a final tonight. 14-7 to seven at the break, but Oakland runs away with it in the second half. Spirited effort from Siegel, but Oakland's firepower catches up in a big way, and they win it going away 49-7 to seven here on Main Street Prep's Thursday night game of the week action. Yeah, you didn't see that second half coming, Wade. I didn't. I mean, I knew we had a good team with Oakland. Not Oakland quite like that, at least. No, I knew, I knew Oakland was a good team. Don't get me wrong. And, uh, and I was expecting, you know, more out of them in the first half. I definitely just did not see them them coming out and taking names. I guess is the best way you could say it, as like they did in the uh, in the second half. They completely dominated this game uh, from from the kickoff of the second half on. But this, they knew they were in a game in the first. And uh, I'd like to. I guess I'd like to see what. I'd like to say I'd like to bottle up whatever they said to him at halftime and take that with me because I think you could. Probably make a little money off of it. A little go-go juice uh, 
was consumed at halftime for the Patriots because they come out and run away with it here. But again, hats off to Siegel and uh, obviously very safe and speedy recovery for, for Santel. Thomas yeah, Santel. Yeah, we. I hope we're wrong about that. I hope that next that you know he comes out of the bye week and and uh, he's as good as gold. But it just did not look good, Wade. It did not look good at all. Nope. And so we will reassess. Uh, uh, Seagull shall reassess in a couple of weeks. Again, both of these teams are off. And then we got matchups as Riverdale, uh, excuse me, Oakland, getting all my uh, Rutherford County schools mixed up here. Oakland will host Coffee County and Seagull. And again, this is a tough, you hope it doesn't linger because they played a, a great first half tonight, but they got to travel to Beach. That'll be a tough out. But if you can win that one, you get Riverdale, which obviously is not going to be an easy assignment in your penultimate game. And then your final game, you get versus Rockvale, which should be very winnable. So if you can kind of right the ship. If you can find a way to to, uh, to turn it around and beat Beach, because you're on, Seagull's on that three-game three losing streak. If, if they can stop that and then turn around, like you say, you got Rockvale and what you say, Eagleville and Rockvale. Yeah, that's, I mean. Oh, uh, Riverdale. I mean, Riverdale. Well, Riverdale and Rockville. I think they could play with Riverdale. I haven't heard, I mean, I haven't heard how good Riverdale is as far as, I mean, I, obviously they're undefeated, and uh, and it'll be interesting to watch them in Oakland play. But I think Siegel and Riverdale probably would match up a little bit better. And uh, and then if they could just get to the point where if they could beat Beach, somehow for another final win there, because, you know, they start off, they start off 4-0, and, uh, they start off four and zero, and now they're te- they're tampering with going four and five before they get to the end of the season. So yeah, you hope you can just restore that confidence, get that little mojo back, that swagger back, and so and on onward for Oakland. And it's kind of like uh, several of these other powerhouse schools we cover, uh, like an Alcoa at three A. You're really just playing to get ready for the playoffs exactly. if you're if you're Oakland. You're a national powerhouse. Everything rides and dies on your postseason. And as the defending state champs, uh, that's the goal every single year. And so yep. they got a little better tonight as well. And uh, hopefully Siegel can get things turned around as well because we saw some promise from them, especially in that first half. Yep. And uh, appreciate the folks up here at Siegel being nice to us. It was a great, great evening. And uh, we've Love love a good high school football game, but, man, when that air gets crisp like it is right now, Ooh, wait, baby. talk to me sometime, man. It feels great. Scott, thank you for all your hard work uh, this week behind the scenes as uh, making the magic happen back at Main Street headquarters was the great one, Justin Kulik. And for Scott Stewart, I'm Wade Neely saying so long. Again, it's a final tonight, 49-7. to Oakland runs away from Siegel in the second half. We will see you next Thursday night as the broadcast moves to Williamson County. It'll be Franklin hosting Ravenwood. That'll be another big week of Thursday night Main Street Preps high school football action presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Wade Neely saying so long. We'll see you next time here on Main Street Media. Good night from Siegel High School. You've been watching the Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week. Nobody brings you more comprehensive coverage of high school sports in Middle Tennessee than Main Street Preps. The Main Street Preps Thursday night game of the week was brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk.